Hey now, everybody, what's happening? Happy Sunday. We are episode 128. We are here, episode 128. I hope everyone has had an amazing, amazing weekend. I see all of the ladies already in the chat shouting us out. We thank you guys for always showing up, being front and center. And I'm waiting for all the other ladies and members and viewers to chime in pretty shortly. Welcome to episode 128. We had a lovely, lovely weekend here in the Philadelphia area. So I'm hoping that everyone had an amazing weekend weather-wise um, where you are. Hopefully that rain and those storms and stuff have passed through. And we're gearing up and getting ready for this uh, spring and summer season, which is upon us. Listen, the allergies. I don't know about y'all, but I can already tell that this season might be a little rough for some of us. So what's happening? Make sure to like and share the video. Um, we're here. We got a great show lined up. I know you guys can't wait. You've been talking about it all week. So we are here. We are here. We are here. Mr. Nell, where you be, sir? Where you be? Awesome. <laughs> what's popping? What's popping? What's popping? Um, as East um, put it, it's going to be an awesome show tonight. I ain't even going to lie to y'all. Episode one twenty eight. All things must come to an end. Is the is the name of this episode? Uh, I'm tired. I'm tired <laughs> because I had a an impactful weekend. I should say um, work. Also, just being able to, you know, rest and relax on Sunday, running around, doing everything I need to do to prepare for the upcoming week. Um, hopefully, everybody else has had a beautiful weekend as well. Um, we're going to get right into it. We're going to get right into it. Um, we don't want to start the show off somber. We, we typically don't like to do that. We, we like to, you know, sh trend on an upbeat. But this right here deserves our attention and deserves our attention because it is affecting one of our very own. And, and one of our very own is Brenda. You know, we all know who Brenda is. Brenda does not shy away from um, Uncensored Minds on Sunday evenings. Um, so Brenda actually hit me up and said, no, you know, can you please touch on the mass shooting that happened here in Alabama? And why is this so significant is because it affected some of my family members and friends. Um, so we wanted to offer up, you know, a quick prayer for everybody that's involved and also for Brenda, um, for peace of mind, um, as she deals with this, um, hardship also being able to give her just a little solace and a break mentally so she can deal with what she's going through and being there for those that need her. So let's bow our heads for a quick minute. For our most gracious Heavenly Father in the heavens, as we approach your throne, um, we thank you for giving us the opportunity to see another one of your beautiful days here on earth. We continue to come to you and asking you for forgiveness as we, you know, charter these waters um, with sinful um, activities that that are us, but not with malicious intent, just with the um, intent of just being. Uh, not and, and as i look for the right words to, to describe the actions not to offend anybody but just more or less coming to you asking for your forgiveness for our shortcomings and our sins please continue to wrap your arms around all those that need it 
especially our very own Brenda and her family as they um, navigate these uncharted waters of where they sit at right now and just give them strength and power and the energy to know that you um, have the last final say and word, but also you provide strength and where are thought to get through these um, times. Um, continue to bless us all as we, you know, go out into this world um, and being faced with so many adversities and challenges, lighten the loads for those that need it, um, soften the hearts of those who, who have a stone in that place and just calm those down who have monstrous tendencies. Um, me, for an example, please, you know, take me and be an example. Take me and use me as that example that we can all look to and learn from as being a flawed individual looking for um, not perfection, but just to be better and showing how, you know, we can take those angers out and just turn those things into joy. So not to get too far off the beaten path, continue to bless us and forgive us for all our sins and shortcomings. And in your son's name, we pray. Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Nell. That was beautiful. Brenda, we send love and light your way and all of those who have been affected by yet another senseless act. Um, sending up prayers. Heart, <clears throat> like the, the 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 next the next thing that you do, you know, what I mean, without getting in too far into detail or even asking, you know, what I mean, hey, well, what happened? Because you know, what I mean, I, like people always ask me all the time, like, well, what happened or what what. I don't be having that much information. And the reason why is I just don't like to jump into too much because it rehashes feelings for that person. Mm -hmm. it, it it forces them to talk about things that kind of, that, that's a sore spot for them. Mm -hmm. And they wanted me to know they had to tell me in due time. Right. right. I'm, I just want to be there as a, I just want to be there as a shoulder. I want to be there as a strength. So people always ask, well, what happened? Well, what's this? And I and I be looking like I don't know. Well, how don't you know? And that's one of the reasons why I don't know is because I'll give the opportunity for the person to tell me if they're willing to tell me. And if not, I'm still just going to be there as a voice of reason, mm -hmm. of what understanding, and just to show the lean on and cry on and just for strength. So, shout outs mm -hmm. and prayers to Brenda and her whole family, her mm -hmm. friends, and anyone else that was affected. And that mass shooting there in and around the world. Um, as we do, as we ask y'all each and every episode, please like and share the video. We need you to like and share the video. This is episode 128. Like we said before, we got a fun-filled show. Like we said last week, we told y'all we was going to have to fear some force some heads. We unfortunately, unfortunately, it's just going to be the three of us again. And the three is T each. And myself being now with Katie joining us next week. Shout outs to another one of our very own, Ebony. She um, had a birthday yesterday. Um, her and Katie got together and celebrated her birthday. Um, so shout outs to Eb for happy birthday, happy birthday, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Um, let's get right into the icebreaker question, Ish. All right. How are you with directions? <laughs> Boo. <laughs> say how good are you with directions we not just talk about the directions from your significant other the directions from your boyfriend girlfriend the directions of uh you know i mean of your family but 
would you be lost with or without GPS? What's up? All right. So listen, I don't know if this is going to make sense, but I'm an A and B or like okay. I'm cool when I, I know where I'm going in the area that I'm going to. Like, I don't need GPS. I don't need you to tell me nothing. I'm familiar with it. But if you take me out of my comfort zone outside of that point A and point B, yeah, I'm going to be lost in the mud. You, you lost? Yeah, I'm going to be lost because, you know, y'all remember I was on the steps. Okay. I didn't really go too far outside of certain little areas. So anything outside of like where I be, yeah, I'm going to have some trouble. Um, <laughs> I had to turn the radio down now. You know how they say when you get lost, you turn the radio way down. Yeah, that's me. That's you? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with directions. I typically... Verbal directions, it's all right, but you know, what I mean, once I learn a place, I know it, I, and I and I'm very observant. Mm -hmm. So, and and that's because I'm a driver, right? I, I typically right. drive a lot, but then too, I'm I'm always that person. As if if we ever get lost, like I'm just going to take the wheel and get us out of there. I look for main streets. Mm -hmm. I always know how to get back to the main street and and just keep driving until I see something that's familiar, and then we figure it out like that. Mm -hmm. uh, would I be lost without a GPS? No, nah, not too, not too much. Cause, cause no. I, I typically, the route that I take is the route that I'm taking back home. Right. Right. I can deviate from that. Once I get comfortable with the area, whatever case may be, I might jump off an exit here or turn there or whatever, but I'm pretty good with direction. I got a, a good sense of direction. Just yeah. I that's good. That's good to have too, because you know, like you said, what if the GP, well, I mean, you know, just being able to move in, 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 in all of that stuff without the GPS is good because what if you forget it? What if it's your phone not working right? What if you're not getting reception or your car GPS is acting funky and it's not updated? Like, you know what I mean? You got to really be able to, um, get yeah. through some shit. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. I remember one time, um, this was many moons ago, I jumped in my car on a mm -hmm. whim. And, I, and I've i never done this before. And so this, like, one time I drove my car from, I was living in, I was in Philly at the time. And I drove all the way to um, Tennessee at night, just jumped right in the wheel. Because I, you know what I mean, had an itch that needed to be scratched. Mm -hmm. And it, I, by the grace of God, you know what I mean? I didn't need too much. I, I, my GPS was cool I got my, on my phone. Got me there. And I was cool. But cool. Yeah, that's what's going on. Adventures take you out of your comfort zone and it makes right. you have to pay attention. Yeah. Yeah, because one wrong turn, I had you down somebody's road. Um, Angelia uh, and GPS have you going around in circles. That is true. That mm -hmm. is so true because I've done that. And I'll be like, ma'am, and this is what I call the GPS, ma'am. Get it together. You got me trying to miss traffic, but you're taking me right in traffic. So, you know, mm -hmm. that'd be off the hook. But that's what I was going to ask. Like, does anybody still use maps or even know how to use a map? Because I kind of do, but I get a little stuck with the map sometimes. So I was wondering, like, if anybody still use those. Absolutely. Um, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The technology is so much today is at our handful. I mean, right. our, if, if, if you ain't knowing how to navigate your phone, you need to go, you need some type of, like, therapy. Yeah, facts. Facts. <laughs> That's what's up. So, 
it's our entertainment quick spin. Let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. Um, Jonathan Majors. Yo, he is all like I and I was just saying this too. Like, just learned about him. Just he just now starting to get popping, okay. and now he already in the hot seat. Yeah, right? exactly. And if y'all don't know who Jonathan Majors is, Jonathan Majors is the the co-star um, beside Michael B. Jordan on Creed. He also um, is in a host of Marvel movies. He's up and coming. Like he was at some point called, you know what I mean? One of the next great black artists. Uh, um, what do they call these people that get on? I, I'm having a hard time. What is it? What actors? <laughs> actors. I was going to say, I was thinking you was thinking of another, like, yeah, another what is he thinking of, What is he thinking about? But yes, actors and up and coming. And, you know, what had happened, if you don't, if you've been under the rock, Jonathan Majors, and we talked about this um, a couple of shows ago, um, was um, arrested and charged with domestic battery um, from a current girlfriend who then recanted a statement and said, hey, that's not really what happened. I was emotional. I took it a little too far. Okay. Died down a little bit. But now here comes three or four more um, women who have come forth and said, yes, he did um, assault me as well, which caused the um, his latest film to drop him um, as the lead actor. Mm-hmm. And of course, um, person that they picked up in line, was yours truly? What's his name? Ish. Damson Idris. I keep killing his <laughs> name. Damson. Damson. Yes, you're right. Idris. Damson Idris. Dam Damson. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Huh. You know what I'm gonna call him? him? Franklin Saint. I'm gonna call, call him Big Franklin Saint. <laughs> and, and, and and as we jump from Jonathan Majors, we're gonna jump right into Snowfall. And the reason why we're talking about Snowfall is because Snowfall's last episode aired this week. Mm. It was a doozy. And it took us on a journey for those seasons that it has been on from one to its culmination. Um, and if I don't if I don't call this man nothing, he's always forever will be Franklin to me. Yeah. Um, he did a great job. Damn 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 I, I I'm killing his name. Him. Just call him D or some shit. D. Will, I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him Lori Harvey's boyfriend. Like he don't have an identity. Messy, nah. messy, <laughs> this messy. Thing, um, did his thing on that show. Um, he solidified himself as um, one of those actors to be reckoned with. Um, and that series wouldn't have been a, a series if it wasn't for him. And if yeah. you haven't seen it. Please go out there and see the last episode of Snowfall. It is is one of power. It is one of strength. And it is one of those ones that make you be like, damn, the rise and fall of a drug kingpin. Yep. The rise and fall of those who, if not careful, um, once you have it, it can all go away. So it's a number. It's a number of different connotations that you could take from it, right? It's a number of different things. What did you, What was your take on it, Isha? Yeah. So I like you feel that there was a lot of different um, themes at work in that last, just in that last episode, and how they wrap things up. Um, and one of the themes I took away from it was um, 
the circle, the circle of just life itself, you know, how we can have a starting point, but, you know, if not careful, and if we don't choose our paths carefully, you know what I mean? We're going to come right back to the starting point. And not all the time when you get back to that starting point, are you going to be in the same suit that you were in when you initially started? You know what I mean? And for Franklin, when he came back to that starting point, he was um, stripped of just about everything. So I think it taught a lot of different um, lessons and, and it brought a lot of themes to play. Um, damn, it was hard for me to watch. Seriously, it was hard for me to watch just because, you know, we've seen him, you know, pretty much throughout the entire show, just be on top, just be a boss, be in the lead, be strong, you know, diddy bopping all the way through the entire shit. Like, you know what I mean? And just to see him decline in the state in which he did like that was rough and tough but it was also needed because it needed to hit home and it needed to hit a point so they did a good job they did a great they did a, job they did, they did an amazing job yeah um the, the the from his parents his relationship with them the relationship with the uncle and the, and the aunt the relationship with the best friend the relationship with the wife right mm -hmm. The relationship with the CIA agent, the relationship with Teddy um, being the, you know, working working with the government and, and how back then in the 80s, how the government fostered in drugs into our community and used that um, and used that to help this man get rich. But then take took it away from him as as control. It, it's 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 powerful. When mm -hmm. we talked on Thursday, I, I said this and I said the American way, and not just so much more the American way, just the way of the world nowadays, is people will build you up, put get you all the way to the top, only to as you're reaching the top, instead of helping you stay there are starting to be the same ones that are pulling you back down. Mm -hmm. Why mm -hmm. is the biggest question. Why, why do we get people up to a certain point only to be the same ones with our arms or our hands on their shirt, on their shirt tails, pulling them back down because we are insecure, jealous, afraid of losing mm -hmm. them, afraid of them getting even bigger, right. even thinking that they're going to go away and we're never going to get have the opportunity to be with them anymore. Why do we do that? Mm -hmm. I think ultimately fear because like you just pinpointed like those certain things, the underlying theme in each one of those is fear, fear of something, fear of loss, fear of progression and you not progressing as well. It's, it's, you know, I think when people stop being afraid and stop allowing fear to come in, then they're able to then kind of, you know, focus on the most important things. And that are, that is, you know, strong relationships, strong bonds, strong friendships, strong partnerships, you know what I mean? And instead of allowing fear to infiltrate, you know, they can just focus on what's what, but mm -hmm. until that happens, it's always going to be that fear. And then the, the, pe the people with the fear are going to be the ones steady tugging, trying to hold you back, trying to pull you back down, trying to throw salt up in the game. Like, you know, that's just what it is. 
I don't think people understand. And, and, you know, sometimes, you know, everybody don't always have the same intentions, right? Like the person that you're, that you're putting up there um, may just want you to help them get up there and, and they dissipate. They go, they go their own way. Uh, for myself, I, I want you to help me get up there. And the reason why I want you to help me get up there is because once we get up there, once I get up there, I'm kicking that door down so we can all run through. Mm-hmm. And when we all run through, I'm going to be the one in the back allowing you to shine. I'm going to be calling you up to the to the stage, to the podium. I'm going to call you up to the mic, and I want you to have your shine. I want you to be able to live out your dreams. I want you. But let's get somebody there. Let's get somebody up there that's going to take the whoopings. Let's get up. Let's get somebody up there that's going that's going to do all the dirty work and make it easier for individuals like y'all to run right through there and not have to be, not have to, to struggle the way I had to struggle to get up there. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bring you along. You ain't got to pull me back down with fear. Mm-hmm. Propel. So when I get up there, I'm kicking the door now. I'm doing all the dirty work. That way we can all run through. And we can all we can bask in the glory of what it is that we wanted that we want to do and we want to get. And mm-hmm. sometimes people don't understand that we gotta like loyalty revolves around just that being loyal and helping those get to a point. And then mm-hmm. once they get to the point, the benefit starts to trickle down. Mm-hmm. Starts to trickle down. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's just a sad thing to see. And then it and and sometimes you don't learn that about people until it's too late. You know, you can have somebody around you that, you know, you feel like might be in your corner or, or might be rooting you on and wishing you well. And you know what I mean? And you don't see it until it's too late. Um, and it's just a crazy, crazy thing to experience, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But such yeah, is life. That's the time we live uh, we live in. Another crazy time that we live in. Another another crazy story that that that's present is Ralph Yarn. I want you to talk about Ralph and who Ralph was. So Ralph was a young man who um, was actually going to pick up his siblings um, and bring them to safety when he actually went to the wrong location. Um, He went to a different street, the correct uh, number of the house, but the wrong street. He rang the doorbell and a white man came to the door, um, was upset that he was there and that he was on his property and began to shoot. I don't even think, honestly, that there was much conversation had like, hey, I'm a child. I'm looking for my siblings. I'm in the wrong place. It just, you know, transpired probably what would seem almost kind of immediately. He was shot. He began shooting and shot him in the head. Now, luckily, this young man is still living. um, And of course, there is rally Um, around him and around this cause, because once again, there has been a situation where one of our young black men has been placed in harm's way senselessly because there is no reason whatsoever behind this man just popping off at a child 
okay, who posed no threat and no harm. He was a musician. He played the bass clarinet. He received awards and accolades for that um, and, and notoriety in his school and um, band, et cetera. Um, this was a, a, a young man who was not in the streets, who was there to pose no harm to that man and probably just because the color of his skin, okay, he was accosted, he was attacked, he was shot, and everybody's in an uproar about it. Now. It, it, it bothers me. It bothers me because this is another story of a, of a, of a young man, a young man that we hear every day when we turn on the news, be it um, senseless violence is in our, in our neighborhoods, um, be it police shootings or whatever. Another young man whose future was cut short by um, a malicious act. Mm -hmm. Let's just at 16 years old. Crazy. I remember the times when, you know, I, w I was living on Redfield Street and we had the police athletic league on Elmwood or we had Myers Playground and we can go, you know, Genuine Magic had the basketball leagues. We right. couldn't wait to summer started up to jump, to jump into these leagues. Why? Because of the competition that we had within ourselves to, to, to do whatever. We just took it out on the basketball court. I remember mm -hmm. if, if, if Myers was filled, we would go down to King Sesson and get a quick run in, or we would go up Eastwick and get a, get a run in. I'm saying these things is because we had so many different other resources at our disposal to go to, to keep ourselves off the street, to keep ourselves away from the, the drugs, the corners, the, 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 the senseless violence. Mm -hmm. We more or less put our energies into recreation instead of popping off with guns. Now, this next guest that I wanted to bring on is one of those ones who is just that has that has resources and, and um, things set up in place just for the youth today. Um, this is, you know, we always say my brother, my sister. This is like my brother. We grew up on the same block We from pups and, and we stayed in touch. We kept in touch every time he got something going on. I'm supporting it every time. We got something going on. He support us, and that's what real that's what real brothers do, real sisters do, real family does. Regardless if you blood or we're not, support is support, and it helps you continue to keep those outreach programs going on. This young brother that I'm bringing on next, his name is Mel. He has an incredible story to share with you that will help quell some of this violence and how to save our children. Yo, oh, yo, yo, what's up on board? Going on, man. Hey, hey, what's how good? You, I'm oh, good. Yeah. How are you, sir? Yeah. Good, good. I can't complain. Good. What's going on, bro? Nothing, man. I just wanted to, it, I mean, it, it's it's crazy. It's not even funny anymore because yeah. every time we turn on the TV, every time we get an alert on our phone, every time we look around, we see balloons going getting released in the air or we see a, 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 a park getting shot up. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because I remember you taking your son, Chase, to the park. Just to get a quick a quick run in, some drills, yep. you know, four nine yards, and you said, "Damn, you had to throw your son on the ground." Yep, about two weeks ago. Yeah, about two weeks Crazy. ago, uh, we went to um, McCreech Park. It's on 67th and um, Regent, I believe, right off of 67 Cobb's Creek. Okay. This was uh, about two weeks ago on a Tuesday. Um, I actually take him to a, a, um, a strength and conditioning training, so she wanted to take him to the park, you know, so we could run some laps and. Just do footwork, etc. Um, 5 p.m. I drop them off. She texts about 6 p.m. I go to get them. Then we, you know, we sitting around discussing what they did. 
Mind you, it's a park full of kids, about at least 40 kids. I'm talking about ages, maybe seven to about 13, 14, something like that. Um, so we out, like I said, we out there talking. Chase made a couple friends. They playing basketball for a little bit. Next thing you know, about 40 shots ring off. So I have to, like, literally, I just have to react, you know, go. I tackle him into the grass. Um, we in the grass for about a minute, y'all. Like, so he shot about 40 times. Um, and it sounded like he was right next to us. Um, so the crazy part, his, uh, my son's trainer is a retired cop. So she was on, it. you know, she was down, but she was on the phone with the cops. She seen everything. She described everything. Said the young man was about between 15 and 17, man. So the problem mm -hmm. is the reason why they don't mind shooting with kids or, or babies or whoever is because it's kids themselves it's doing themselves. the shooting. So they yeah. don't, they don't care. You know what I'm saying? It was bad. It's bad out here, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when we was growing up, there was a code, right? Absolutely, no, you, you didn't shoot at daytime. No. no women, no kids. That was that was no. fair. Now it's just no hose barred, bro. Yeah, it was no. unacceptable, bro. Unacceptable back then. It was like, it was rules to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they, they if you did that, you was held accountable. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't, you could and that's why people didn't do it. It's because, like, bro, if you're going to shoot out here my family, I'm going to see you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like whoever you're going through, whatever with, you deal with him directly. You know what I'm saying? And that's how it went. And it's not like that no more. Absolutely. So tell us about what you got going on, your initiatives to not just curb violence, because it ain't just that. It's, it's giving the kids a place to grow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell it's, us about that. Big hustle, man. Big hustle is... Uh, uh, originally, it, it, it came um, from my son, you know, because he loves the game. He loves the game of basketball. Um, and I learned that from – I had a restaurant. It was called I Got the Juice Cafe. It was on Baltimore Pike and Lansdowne. So I put an actual basketball court in the back of the restaurant. So each could tell you, every time she came and got her salmon rat, she would hear that little boy bouncing that ball, bouncing that ball, bouncing that ball. So I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, this kid is really, like, into this. You know what I mean? So – Originally, I just wanted to kind of find something, maybe, you know, 1,500 square feet just to kind of put one court, you know, some equipment, you know, for him, maybe a couple of his friends to, uh, you know, come shoot around, work out. Um, so I'm up, you know, when I'm looking for something, I'm up and I'm, I'm at it. So I actually found a place on Facebook Marketplace, y'all, about 3 o'clock in the morning, you know what I mean? And it was a 6,000 square foot, um, actually, in old indoor YMCA. It was a YMCA indoor pool area. Mm -hmm. But what happened was the, the roof caved in. So they just, you know, shut it down. Um, you know, what I mean, it just made it like a space. So um, I was able to go in and, you know, um, you know, by the help of some sponsors and things like that, get some floors. I put brand new floors down. Um, I had some amazing artists come and sponsor some of their time. Uh, you know, uh, painted some nice art and positivity on the wall. Just made it nice, colorful for the children. Um, I bought six basketball courts. Um, so it's just like a place. I wanted to be actually the new. Boys and Girls Club, where these kids actually, because we started at age five. Um, so they could come in at age five, and literally we, we we would love for them to, like, grow throughout, you know, high school, college, et cetera, and then, you know, have that same type of love and compassion for the community to come back and actually add value as well. That's really the goal is to really build a home for these kids. I'm mean, going to be honest with you, for anybody who needs an outlet um, to, to, to just be somewhere positive and, you know, get some motivation and, and encouragement, you know what I mean? Because it's not just about, you know, our main focus is basketball, but it's actually not just basketball. Uh, we do a lot of mental health activities. Um, 
critical thinking, personal development. Um, like I said, we are, you know, big on holding these kids accountable. They don't, they're not held accountable. And that's, that's the problem. Um, a lot of the parents, you know, they grew up without and whatever. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you know, nobody's earning anything now. You know what I'm saying? So now everybody's in, like entitled. So that's why the kids are very disrespectful. You know what I mean? But once they come into them doors, you know, I'm old school. You know what I mean? So, you know, I instill them values in them because, you know, it, it gives me anxiety when I hear some how these children talk. You know what I'm saying? To their parents. You know what I mean? There's a lot of times in that facility where I had to, like, completely stop practice and, you know, like, literally get with the kid and tell him, hey, you know, you go apologize to your father, to your mother. You know, that's unacceptable here. We don't tolerate that. You know what I mean? So just trying to rearrange their mindset and what and how they think. Um, we've been open for two years. It's been amazing. We are growing. Um, we're located in the Northeast. It's 2840 Home Avenue. Um, very nice neighborhood. Uh, we have our own parking lot. Um, cameras everywhere. It's a private facility, um, so you have to be you have to be a member. So it's not just people kind of like just lingering around. Um, so we pretty much know every single person who enters and leaves um, the facility. Um, and like I said, you know we're in Northeast and we're looking to you know we even have tra- we have transportation. So if you're in other areas, you know like I said, get with our nail, get with each, let me know, um, and maybe we can set up some type of transportation for anybody. We're just trying to get them in there and out the way. If you're if you're interested in following Mel on Instagram, his his handle is um, at Big Hustle Hicks. Um, go on the page, like it, share it, do whatever you can because these are the programs that our children needs um, to just be able to have fun. Also, let out steam, but also be um, educated and cultured, right? Because it's, it's nothing like it's nothing like support. It's nothing like a, a kid getting getting the opportunity to to get receive love. When when they haven't received that before, and, and it kind of can change their mindset. Yeah. Bro. Um, another thing that I wanted to touch on too is you have you have um, an event coming up soon. Yes. An event coming up soon. Yes. And yes. Tell, us, tell us about the event, and then after you tell us about the event, tell us how we can be of an assistance. Us here at Uncensored Minds, and then us, um, our, our TV audience who's viewing, then because we have a big big support system who nice. they hear it. They run with it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we um we're 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 kicking off um the first Saturday in May. Um, I don't I forget the date offhand. Is that the second? Mm-hmm. I forget the date offhand. Um, but anyway, it's a it's it's a it's a free safe zone Saturday. So from six p.m. to twelve a.m., you can literally just bring your kid and drop them off, and they and we will have a lot of different activities. Uh, we will have speakers there, um, and they could just come be kids, kind of like bro when we was on Redfield, and we kind of was, you know what I mean? We would all meet up, and we would we didn't we didn't have no cell phones, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we knocked on each other's door, we sat on the step for hours, you know what I'm saying? And we just talked, and we just did kid stuff, you know what I'm saying? They don't get enough time to do kid stuff, you know what I mean? They got these phones in their hand all day, and then when they get home, they even on the game. Or once again on the phone again. They don't. I don't even think these kids watch TV, man. You know what I mean? Or on a tablet. Um, so they just the thing. The real issue is communication. They don't know how to communicate um, with each other, and that's why a lot of the violence is going on. No, nobody knows how to apologize. Nobody knows how to say, you know, I was wrong. You know what I mean? Everybody is once again, and their feelings are so sensitive about stuff, and 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 you know, nobody can fight. 
You know what I mean? So the only alternative is to run and grab a gun. You know what I mean? See, we fought back in the day when we had a disagreement. We fought. 30 minutes later, we was on a block sitting on the step again. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we have to teach these kids how to communicate. You know what I mean? And, and, and let them know that it's okay not to be a tough guy, not to, not to you know, listen to drill music. If you want to listen to other types of music, that's okay. If you want to be different and do other things that they're not doing, that's okay. It's, it's nothing wrong with being an individual while still hanging with other individuals that do different things. It's okay. You know what I mean? So that's what we're trying to um, push. Like I said, the first Saturday um, of May is absolutely free. Please bring them kids, drop them off. You can come in with them. You can speak. You can add value. Um, if you guys are available, you know, come hang out. Um, you know what I mean? Just like kind of kick it with them. Like I said, I want to get all types of different games and different jump rope. They don't know how to, I don't even know. Do they know how to jump rope anymore? I don't know, cause I don't see it. Like I don't see it. We that's all we did was be yeah. out in the street jumping yeah. double dutch. I don't see it now. So maybe even that little competition with that, bro. We can. I don't care. We can figure it out how to build a a, a tops. Remember the, yeah. the coolie. We can Absolutely. figure out how to build that and really show them how to make tops. You remember that? I remember. The boys used to get the tops. Yeah. And put the tar in it or the clay. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know what I'm saying we pluck the jaws, wall ball, kick ball. Mm -hmm. so much that they don't understand that they missing, man. They can't do no more. Exactly. Crazy. The so resource, they're not resourceful anymore. They rely yeah, yeah. on to teach yeah. them. And then yeah. they rely on the music to, to get them through. Yo, bro, I, we, we definitely appreciate you um, coming on tonight. My man. Uh, one thing that you can bet your bottom dollar on is we, you will be seeing more of us, especially me um, um, and T. I remember the battles that y'all used to have. <laughs> T money, what's up, baby? <laughs> red pill versus twenty hundred block of red pill on them courts and Myers. I couldn't. I remember them days, both running point. Um, but yeah. we love to see the growth um, from you know. What I mean, all four of us. You know, what I mean, we yeah, come absolutely. from the same neighborhood, the same blocks. Yeah, uh, to see us with these platforms that is giving yeah. back is always um, a great thing. So um, we will be reaching out to you. I know, man, T wanted to come actually up to the gym. At right. some point in the near future, I'm, I'll be up there real soon to shoot kind of something that, that's going to have to do with our sneaker collab. Yeah, 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 for sure. Right. Um, I, I'm always hollering at you to grab something. So we, we definitely going to link up with that. But also, too, yeah, I mean, you can count me in as being one of the speakers um, coming up there mm -hmm. and a mentor as well. And I know the, the three of us, um, the three or four of our mm -hmm. other castmates, feel the same way. Appreciate y'all, man. Thank yep. you for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, we go on. We go Um, comment section and also your cash app for anybody that want to make donations. Yes. Um, to Big Hustle. Um, he is doing a major thing. This is only going to um help the kids grow further. Um, we I got the juice. If y'all remember him, that's just that's the face of I got the juice. That's the face of a number of different things. This man even got me. Um, I gotta share a story real quick. A lot of people say, "Damn, now how did you?" How did you lose so much weight? How did you get so disciplined? That man right there hit me one night and mm -hmm. said, yo, I got something that's going to change your life. And, and and I haven't deviated from it yet. And that was seven years ago. My man. We My jump man. off. Of, we Sometimes we jump off the, we jump off a course. For sure. When it's instilled in you, and that's what we're trying to teach these kids. When it's instilled in you, you always remember how to get back to zero. Right now, I'm at zero starting back, and, and I know Mel is too. So, shout outs to coming on tonight, bro. We appreciate you being yeah, a part well. of the Unsensed Minds family, and you'll be seeing more of us. 
Appreciate y'all. Have a blessed night, y'all. All right, Mel. Damn, we coming strong tonight, huh? We throwing shit like that. Yeah, you know how we do, man. Welcome to Uncensored Minds, everybody. See, I don't think that I don't think the people know the battles that used to go on on them courts and Myers. Yeah, I used, to, I used to bust my ass. I'm just leaving. It is what it is. Welcome to um, Uncensored Minds, the greatest of conversation there is on YouTube right now. Uh, make sure y'all like and share the video. Um, Co-host, how y'all doing? I'm scraped. I'm tired. I, I wanted to take the night off, but listen, those allergies just kicked my ass. You don't take the days off. Cut it out. days off now. What you talking about, homie? We do have. <laughs> we do have another guest, um, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. And I don't know this uh beautiful young lady personally, but I'm seeing her movement move along. So I'm gonna just call her uh a hair extraordinaire. Oh <laughs> so oh. you know, um, she does hair as well as she created her own her own hair app, and you know, she's gonna join us, and she says she's also willing to kick the shit with us. On our topics tonight. So here she is. Her name is Tia Michelle, everybody. Hi. Hi. Tia, Tia, Tia. Yo. Last week, we got their feet together. Now need to get their together. Now is the time for the hair. Get that the kitchens right, ladies. Let's go. Thank y'all so much for having me. Wait, let me just before I forget. I'm heavy each heavy on the allergies kicking my ass <laughs> eyes burning like well, i can't even drop it's too much it's too much crazy um, yeah, thank y'all so much for having me on um you want me to just get my intro right i'm sorry i just started talking i'm sorry no you, you good <laughs> you, you good <laughs> you good go ahead um so yeah so my name is tia michelle and i am a hairstylist i'm actually not really doing hair right now i took a hiatus but I create a mobile beauty supply store. So um, I basically deliver products to people, but I actually created an on-demand delivery app for it. So it's literally DoorDash, Uber Eats, GoPuff, whatever you want to call it, a beauty supply. So that's basically what my, my business is. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. So, um, where did this vision come from? Because, you know, a lot of times people who start out doing hair, they stay in that one spot. So mm -hmm. how did you, you know, move on into this process? So honestly, like a lot of businesses, it came out of the pandemic. So, um, and it's just crazy that I never thought about it before. Cause you know how many times like I ran out of products, braiding hair, like, <laughs> um, in the middle of doing clients and stuff. It's crazy. But of course we didn't have, you know, what we have now, DoorDash and stuff like that. Cause I started my career in 2010. Um, but it came in out of the pandemic, you know, everything was closed and I still was trying to do my own hair. I wasn't really doing clients at the time because, you know, nobody was going anywhere. Um, so I still need to do my own hair. And I'm like, damn, we can't even go in the stores. Like, what's up? Like, so I was just like, we get everything delivered, like food, groceries, everything, like literally on demand. So I was like, you know what? I should probably just create a mobile beauty supply store. Like I never wanted to do brick and mortar. Like my clients will always be like, you know, you should open up a hair store. And I'm just like, y'all, y'all, everybody always got all these ideas in the money. Like, no money. <laughs> so um, I, I never wanted to do it. And y'all know the Asian community has that pretty much on lock. I mean, it's definitely changes a lot of black women that are, you know, coming out with their own stores and stuff. But I was like, you know what, brick and mortar is a, you know, the overhead is kind of crazy, but I was like, 
mobile is the thing because all I got to do is just buy products and just deliver them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like everybody does that. Everybody, you know, clothing, anything, hats, whatever, you know, everybody's just, you know, just selling stuff. So I was like, I'm just going to buy some products and I'm just delivering. But I, from the beginning, I always wanted an app right. um, just cool. because I feel like apps are just the thing that everybody uses. Of course. All right. All right. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Can we stay right there? Because a lot of people would get lost in this specific translation. They think getting your own app is like the hardest thing in the world. So how did you even go about okay. that process? So, I mean, it can be, it can be something hard, but <laughs> depending on what you're trying to do with the app, um, and the, basically how you're trying to build it. So I built my app without creating a code for it. So I didn't build my app from scratch. So it made the process a little bit easier. Um, so I went through, uh, my, my, my app is through a company that basically they have the code. I don't have the code, but I just build through that. Does that make right. sense? Right. Um, so it's really not that hard if you do it that way. If you're doing it from scratch and creating a code, yes, that is much harder. But the way that I did it, and there are a lot of sites out here that you know you're able to create an app without the code. It right. just depends on what type of app you're trying to create. Because you know, I can tell you if you're trying to do an on-demand delivery type of situation where you're creating a store and stuff like that, like I can give you my experience, but if you're trying to do something else outside of delivery. Right. Um, and outside of a store, I'm not really sure. You know what I'm saying? But there's, listen, the way that I was able to do it and just find it, anybody can do it. Because I'm like a really big researcher. Like anything I'm trying to do, I always do like extensive research. And I found one that kind of, you know, it made sense for what I was trying to accomplish. And I wound up working with somebody who knew how to, to knew how to develop apps. And he helped me just start the process of it. So once um, he showed me like pretty much how to add the products right. um, and get everything started, I pretty much just paid him for that part. And then I kept it moving because I didn't want like a partner. And listen, I watch Shark Tank. Y'all not about to get me. <laughs> I can dig it. Right? I can Getting dig this it. equity, you know what I'm saying? I, ain't I can dig it. it. So, so, so what I is paid for it and kept it moving? What is the main product that people are hitting you up on this mobile app? What is the first you know thing? Is it the glue? Is it bundles? What is the main thing that they? So hit you I mean, of course, it depends on what you have on my store. Well, having in store. So I right now, of course, y'all know braids is in. So I get a lot of hits on the braid hair and the braiding gels so in whatever preference people have um, right now like the gummy is hot um edge controls so that's really like the three main things that people are getting because you know it's getting warmer too well it mm -hmm. honestly braids it don't even care it don't even matter about the season anymore you know braids right. is just hot right. so those are the three things yeah and and what are, what are your um like where are you going is it just the tri-state yeah, it's the Tri-State area right now. So Jersey, Delaware, and PA. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, before yeah. we move on with our shenanigans, um, no, Ish, do y'all have any questions for her before we move on with our shenanigans? Yeah. All right. So last week I found out that I couldn't just throw my lady fifty dollars and get her hair and nails. I mean, her nails done with the gel. That yeah. wasn't like I had to give her at least two hundred and up. Okay. All right. So. I'm, <laughs> I, I want to know if that's the same situation with these with these hairstyles. Is I'm fifty dollars? Thanks. We be trying to tell him he don't be listening. Yeah, I'm trying to throw the forty dollar cash app. Is that no. cool? Is, or am I needing a little more? First of all, it take a percentage already, so it ain't even a whole forty. <laughs> it's thirty eight. Facts. So it's already a problem. <laughs> no, and then okay, so even okay, so you can get a couple products. You can get a couple products, but literally like two products. 
Now, as far as the hairstyling, no, absolutely not. Uh-huh. It's not like back in the day when you can get shampoo, press, and curl for forty five dollars. It's Facts. not anymore. Some people yeah, charge two hundred dollars for a silk press. I can't mm-hmm. get two packs of I can't get two packs of hair for twelve dollars a piece. That's twenty four. Hold on, no. hair? You could get no. some braid hair. <laughs> yeah, but what's she gonna do? Now she gonna braid the shit by herself. Like, what the fuck? Listen. Um, ladies, wasn't there such a thing back in the day, like a a, a washing press or something that was yeah. like forty dollars? Forty dollars yeah. washing press. You, could, you yeah. could walk into literally any salon, especially up the Deuce, like Willing Avenue, anywhere yes. you could get a press and curl for $35, $40. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. Everything. And she can get the little baby hairs laid too for that? Facts. You remember when the weave bar used to do $50 sewings? Yeah. Yeah. No, not even more. No <laughs> that was just, that That probably was a marketing move too. It was. Like, you know, definitely to pull in the clients, get you hooks, because you know, you know, people really attach themselves to their stylists. Like, mm-hmm. they will follow them, they will do whatever it takes, especially if they find a good one. So, that was their marketing technique to pull you in. $50 sewings, got them. Yep, I used to do it on Wednesdays when I became a junior okay. stylist. That was how I got my my uh clientele up. Some people used mm-hmm. to do twenty five dollars shampoo and curls, like just to build it up. You can't just do that no more. Everything is high too. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So your fifty dollars not gonna go far, babe. Sorry. Damn, no, it ain't gonna work. <laughs> it ain't gonna work. Now. Yeah, it's not gonna go far. It's not Party gonna go far. Party in the whole day. Damn, I Yeah, now you are gonna have to let me run them pockets. Them pockets need to be run. <laughs> Um, so, so listen, as a, as a young black entrepreneur, um, you know, out of Philadelphia, are you out of Philadelphia? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yep. Out of Philadelphia. Um, how hard was it for you to break down any barriers, whether it was, you know, just individuals that might was like, oh, well, you know, that just you know, that idea might not be good or, you know, just kind of steering you away from your your goal and your dream. Like, how did you maneuver through that just as a young black woman? And, and being from Philly, we just kind of know the environment and the atmosphere, especially with, you know, women sometimes and just other businesses, competition, whatever the case may be. Like, how did you maneuver through that? And what mindset did you have to, um, you know, have in order to push through? Um, so I'm gonna be honest, like I've been like this for some time now. Like I, like I said, I started my hair career in 2010. So coming up as a hairstylist, you already know that's a lot of rejection. It's a lot going on in that aspect, but like I never have been like an average thinking person. So even with doing hair, I never just did hair in a salon. Like I always wanted to do more. Like when they told me it was a billion dollar industry and I got in a salon, I was like, where's the billion dollars? Cause it ain't here. Right. So I started, like I said, I'm a researcher and I started working in New York constantly, photo shoots, um, TV and film stuff. Like I, I was always transitioning trying to find something better and bigger. So I've always had that, op- that, um, mindset of like it, something got to be bigger you know what I'm saying um I don't know just I feel like my mindset really comes from like just having a rough childhood for the most part too because it's like I feel like if you can go through things as a child like hardships once you become an adult it's like you got more control you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like it's, I, I, that, that was the biggest thing for me when I got older like once I get control it's over for everybody so my mindset was always like bigger and better bigger bigger mm-hmm. and better and for me like Philly to me 
I don't know. I, I never really cared about competition. I don't because first of all, as a hairstylist, it's a million hairstylists. A million like, of them. You right. can't like literally. So mm -hmm. competition, I never cared about it. You know, mm -hmm. like even with the whole beauty supply store, like I don't care. And I've never been a competitive person, even as a hairstylist. Like sometimes if I can't do a style, I'll listen, hey, um, such I know you do good hair. Can you do my client for me with this one style or whatever? I I share. I feel like there's money out here for everybody. So for me, I've never been a selfish person. I'm, I've always cared about like servicing people, and I feel mm -hmm. like if you you can't be selfish like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, so the mindset just came from just like, listen, I didn't went through some shit and I didn't made it out. So I could, if I could get through that, I can get through anything. The hardest part, honestly, with this business was just the, the app development, like getting rejected. Mm -hmm. I got rejected from Apple four times. So just getting through that process because I'm, you know, a hairstylist moving into tech, a black woman in tech now. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, mm -hmm. I didn't even know. I just was had this idea because I didn't want it to be an average company, an average just delivery person just driving around. And I just was like, I want something different. And I'm like, oh, snap. I didn't even realize I'm going into a whole different industry. So yes. that was really the hardest part because delivering wasn't was never a problem or selling products wasn't a problem just because I've always been into product knowledge with my clients and I could always be like, yo, this is a good product because I was using it on them and stuff like that. And I have um, more so like a, a, a good background with hair products because I've done hair. So I can even mm -hmm. if I didn't use the product, I can tell you kind of like what you gonna get out of it, depending mm -hmm. on what the description is and stuff like that. So honestly, that wasn't the hardest part. And even like competition that I've seen, like. Like I said, I'm not competitive, so I don't care about, to me, there is no, not there isn't any competition, but it's like, it's money out here for everybody. I'm only mm -hmm. in the tri-state area, but I can't service really the whole tri-state area. It's only me and maybe two other drivers. So if somebody mm -hmm. else decides, like, I want to do this too, um, and I know a girl that's delivering the same thing or doing the th same things, I'm like, yo, I can't get to y'all, but this other girl, she got some shit on lock too. That's just the type of person that I am. Mm -hmm. you know? I like that. Um, before we get back into our topics, I have one last um personal question for you because mm -hmm. i do do i do do my research on people so um oh. if i'm not mistaken you're a twin right yes so are are y'all in sync like how does the twin thing work like, like is it some days <laughs> is it, i need to know is it some days that you hate being a twin like how does the you know, twin thing work? yo you know what's crazy everybody who knows me they know i never like being a twin never my sister she always loved it i never like being this one because first of all you don't you're not your own individual person so to me i'm a, I'm more so like the loner twin like i'm like yeah you here but i don't really want you here like you know like i always <laughs> like it because we're literally like not we're so different like we're similar in a lot of ways but we're very very different so i i just wanted my space and like People would never remember me for some reason. I don't know what it was like. Not re not remember me, but they never remember my name. So that's a piss me off. They like you, Teresa, or you the other one. I'm like, bitch, like <laughs> what? <laughs> the other one. First of all, I'm the smart twin. First of all, yeah, I'm, I'm the one. I'm the one. Okay. So, but no, we um, but you know, being this one is really cool though. Like, cause you, I, I mean, I know you do your research, or whatever. So you know, I'm a swim for my promo. Right. So the promo that has its perks being the twin, I feel like, cause that's what people love about the promo is the twin thing. Cause people was confused too. Like people were like for a year was like, so it's not one person. I'm like, no, it's really two of us. <laughs> like, I don't know what type of editing y'all think we doing. It's really two right. different people. Um, right. but yeah, we're, we're not really in sync. Like you think you, you know, they are, but we do feel certain emotions. Like 
there are times where, because me and my sister didn't speak for like three years. So we didn't, we've never really had like a really, really close relationship. Um, we just got closer a couple of years ago. But like literally, like if she would have like a bad day or something, she would get like these emotions, but she didn't know where they were coming from. So like this one time she was like, listen, I've been feeling fucked up. What's wrong? Like what you got going on? Because I don't know where this is coming from. Something got to be. And I was like, I don't know what type of storm I was going through at this time. I think I was in like college or something, but like I was really be stressed and like she could feel it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, so we do have those connections. Now I, I be around a whole bunch of twins too. And like, they can feel each other's like injuries and everything. Right. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, listen, <laughs> my mom, I don't want to feel my sister pregnancies. I listen. Right. Don't, don't bring that here. Cause she was, she was, I don't have kids, but she, I'm like, listen, Lord, please don't, don't let me feel no labor pain. Not like, here. I don't got nothing to do with this. <laughs> but, yeah. right. No, where we at, man? We're right in the next. So let's let's welcome Tia to the Ancestor Mons family because she with the shits tonight. So right on my fucking alley. So being from Philly, I mean I'm sure you heard this story, right? Philly team goes out, um, going wild. Should parents be charged for their kids' actions? What we're talking about is the recent the recent things that happened downtown at the at the gallery, which we call a gallery. I don't call it the Philly fashion. I'm not gallery. Gallery. We've seen the things on South Street last mm -hmm. year, and then also at the at the new casino down South Philly. Are these kids just too far gone? And if so, should their parents be liable for their destruction? Fix. Fix. Who they go? should be. They Would should you? be liable. Absolutely. As Why I wouldn't they? Legalists here. What do yeah. You from a legal side, legal standpoint of it. Well, I mean, I feel like it's not, they're not implementing any laws or repercussions fast enough, quick enough. They see the increase in the influx in these situations happening, but they're not doing anything to combat what's going on quick enough. Like they're not taking, it might be conversations, discussions, forums, you know, um, whatever the case may be, but they're not putting anything into place. Okay. They tried to do some, um, what, what, at night, was that the curfews? They tried oh. to do the curfews. They tried to do this and that. But that doesn't combat them beating somebody down at one o'clock in the afternoon who might be just, you know, stepping out from their workplace to go grab some lunch. And they come ac across, you know, some, some unruly teens that just want to be about it this afternoon. Like, you know, they're not um, moving fast enough as far as um, any aggressive... Uh, things that could wrap this shit up in a, in a, in a faster manner to make people feel safe. Nobody wants to fucking be out and about for real, for real, because they don't know what's going to be happening or what's going to come to them. Um, so I just feel like that's what they need to focus on a little bit more. And yes, the parents should be held accountable under a certain age. Meaning, you know, if you're 13 and you out here cracking somebody in the skull with a bottle or a bat or something. No, I, I think it still should go up to 18. Yeah, no, I do feel like I, that I too. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I definitely agree. I think after like 18, you, you know, that, that child is no longer a child and they should be held accountable for their own actions. Mm -hmm. But you know, if we talk on 16, 15, 14, even 17, but you know, if we going down, like the parents should be held fully accountable, whether it be, you know, they're vandalizing fines should be paid. Then we right. tapping them pockets. We spanking right. you somewhere. Um, you know, if they tearing shit up in the city, if they hurting people, then, you know, they got to face, they got to go in front of the judge. They got to get arrested. Then they little, 
you know, criminal uh, record will be marred, whatever the case may be. Like they need to get a little more aggressive and they're just not aggressive enough for me. Yeah, I think I the parents um, do need to be charged just simply because my time coming up, you were afraid of your parents. So you wasn't really going out of your neighborhood doing all this crazy shit that they're doing. Right. So it got to like, start there. It got yep, to start, start at home. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, we, I, I was just about to say the same thing. Like, it's crazy how we putting it on the community that open all these different programs to get the kids together. Like, we fucking birth these kids. Like y'all, they're not being held accountable for a child that they birth. You, you're the reason why the child acts like this. We, it, it really starts at home. Y'all want the teachers to do it. Y'all want community leaders to do it. Y'all want the barbers to do it. Y'all want therapists to do it. Like, ma'am, y'all be having all these kids out here doing whatever they want, and they don't, like you said, they don't be scared of them. Because right. even when, like you back in the day, even if you didn't see your mom or whatever, somebody in the neighborhood was going to check you. And right. even it wasn't even no, you know, hitting or nothing like that. But you just knew you you were afraid that somebody was going to check you about something. Yeah. So if anybody's going to be, it's definitely them because they the ones that are, they coming from the house. They're let's literally let's, coming out let's, the house and doing whatever they want. And they know there's thanks. no consequences, no repercussions, no nothing. Right. Yes, mm -hmm. tap them pockets because right. y'all kids is tearing up this city and y'all just doing whatever. And then y'all, oh my gosh, I can't believe my child. You know your child ain't shit. <laughs> Let's let's get back to um let's get back to kids getting their ass whipped. <laughs> no, you can yes. get the last words on this. <laughs> let's get back to kids getting their ass whipped. So no, you get the last words on this. <laughs> they should be getting their ass whipped. That's that's one of the reasons why they are running amok. These laws that they created to stop mm -hmm. parents from chastising their kids is the one of the main reasons why these kids do what they want. We were chastised. I can tell the four of us at some point of our young our young lives. We had some type of uh, of supervision where we were, whatever, disciplined. Right. They're taking discipline out of the out of the parents' hands nowadays and saying, "Hey, if you discipline your child, quote unquote, the right way or the wrong way, you will then be placed in jail." So those mm -hmm. same stipulations should be placed on parents, right? Okay. okay. Yes. If you if you abuse your child, it's a difference in discipline and abuse. Right. But mm -hmm. then too. We also have to parent our children to understand when they go out here, they're a representation of this house. Mm -hmm. They're a representation of me as their father, you as their mother, you as a child. You are representing this home. If you bring any discord to this home, there are repercussions that you will face. I remember my mother taking me down to the 12th police district on Willing Avenue. Period. This, they had this day where you brought your kids there. I guess the scam type of straight type of thing. Scare straight, scare straight, nigga. <laughs> Eleven years old. She put me in a jail cell. It was a Saturday afternoon and left my ass there for four hours, crying, mm. baby, chump, punk. That's let me know, Darnell. You do not need to be doing nothing that's going to get you get end up have you end up here. <laughs> Nothing. So we can't do that no more. <laughs> she is. The, the police <laughs> she allow you to. They look at you like crazy, <laughs> like you trying to abandon your kids. Oh, right. <laughs> Instead of trying to give them a, a place of, damn, this is where you're going to end up. So, mm -hmm. that scared no. the shit out of me. Listen, no, no, no. My my son is about to turn 19, and my daughter is about to turn 21, and they both know that I would still fuck them up. 
<laughs> and that's what it is, bro. I'm about, right. to, I'm about to turn 42, and my mother just almost fucked me up. Yeah, like, I, mean. <laughs> I know that's right. My mother, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I, I was like, my we on the phone, and she's like, "Why your voice all out?" She's like, "Nah, nah, fuck that." And I see you later on the day. I got something for you. I was like, "I'm thinking to myself, nigga, I'm grown." Right here in my mouth. Listen. Let me let me not play with Sharon. Let me. Listen. Yeah. Don't. Let me pipe down. But that's the fear. Not and, right. and and they they didn't instill fear by again, um, beating us to to, to we were black and blue or mm-hmm. disciplining us to the point where we were abused. They right. put that fear in us to know that I am your parent. You're going to respect me, and I'm going to respect you. But absolutely, you will have respect. In this house and outside of this house, and that's what this—that's what this generation lacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. These that's kids, crazy. I'm Out scared. You scared? <laughs> <laughs> I be I be a little scared of flash mom. I'm scared. But I'm, yeah, I, I would be afraid too. But listen, I'm I'm pulling out the listen. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I'm I'm, ready. I'm rumbling, but they be like thirty nine thousand deep. Like, they really yeah. do. And I'm they, they really I'm they size. Up. I look they age, so I'm definitely getting fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's so funny? Or, or if you're not getting fucked up, you're gonna get a pass. Cause yep. they be like, all right, she look like us. Yeah, like, all we gotta do is kind of blend in. Come, come on. on, we about to beat these girls. I'm like, uh uh-huh, they're running the other way. <laughs> but, but you know what's so crazy? I don't see the level of cops downtown no more. Nah. I don't see yeah. He was coming up with his kids running, going down to the gallery. You seen cops. When you got off the L at 13th Street, 12th Street, I mean, 11th Street, 8th Street, 5th Street, downtown. You seen cops when you was getting off the Broad Street lines going to South Street. You seen cops at 15th Street. I see nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's happening, too? And I can speak on that. A lot of the times, you know, they got these officers that is out on, injured on duty. They IOD. They they are short. They short staff because people don't want to be cops. (laughs) They don't want to be Philadelphia police. You know, you got them out on injury. You got them in courts, which are flooded Mm -hmm. with cases where they need to testify. That's taking manpower from the streets. Mm -hmm. And then you also have very limited officers to be spread out in certain spaces. So, you know, they're trying to, you know, situate them. um, And then the problem areas are not being covered. They just don't have enough people wanting to be on the street or the manpower to cover the street. So. It's like you kind of just out here. Maybe you might see a cop. Like if you getting fucked up, maybe somebody will call. <laughs> that's not recording you. Maybe they'll call the cops, and the cops will, you know, make their way to you or whatever. But so it's, it's crazy. Still, it still goes back to parents. Um, know where your kids is at. Know where know where your fucking kids is at. Start parenting. Like know where your kids is at, and that leads us to this next topic. Right? We all seen it. I seen it. I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed, you enjoyed it. All, the <laughs> all the wrong reasons. And I'm talking yeah. about and the student that was fighting over the cell phone. <laughs> oh, you saw his ass. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely saw that ass. <laughs> I definitely saw that ass. Felt like it was a Nicki Minaj video going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But do you think the teacher was in the wrong? A lot of people are saying that the teacher was justified, but also you have a large t- con- contingent of people that said the teacher was wrong. So let us know in the chat wrong. if y'all think um the teacher was wrong for going at it with the student and then what the, um, then what the, t- the student swung first, right? Yeah, the student jumped at then it. Then the te- yeah, the teacher ain't wrong. I don't care. 
<laughs> we should talk each. Because, 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 like at this point, it's like, these, first of all, these teachers don't get paid enough. Facts. They, I don't, I don't understand it because y'all know during that pandemic when them kids was home, y'all know y'all ain't know how to teach these kids nothing, and y'all was trying to figure out how the hell they teachers teach them. So they don't, they don't get paid enough. And you think you gonna swing on me? And remember also too, a lot of these teachers are not like old, like real old. Remember when we was in school, you think yeah, good yeah, teachers. Old, some teachers be young, like yeah. Mm-hmm. So why y'all want to play with these people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. how you gonna be getting mad because she reacted? I want to ask y'all two at the top because okay. y'all are parents. About us two down here, we already established mm-hmm. that Tia don't have children. You know, I don't have any. But y'all two at the top, how what, how would you feel? Let's let's play this out scenario wise. How would you feel if you got a call from the school or your child called you and said, the mm-hmm. teacher assaulted me over my phone? What's the first thing that's going to come to your mind? Uh, my, my kids wouldn't have swung first on a teacher because I did put some kind of respect in them <laughs> to respect yeah. their elders. Like, they would have called me first. If mm-hmm. it was that deep, they would have just called me first. But if this did happen, I need the story first. I need to know everything that played out, mm-hmm. and I need to know why it got physical. Now, if, I, if my child or whoever tells me if the story comes out and my child was in the wrong for reaching first, I got to kind of stand with the teacher. <laughs> like, what the fuck was you thinking about swinging on the teacher? So, you know, it all depends on how the information plays out. But I have to believe that my children wouldn't put themselves in that situation that they would call right. because it's an adult. Yeah, facts. I agree with T. I definitely agree with T in that. I'm definitely wanting to check tape. I want to see what right. transpired, what happened. Somebody in these day and age, they, they record. And I want to see what happened. And just like T said, like, okay, if my child just so happened to be out of pocket, then I'm checking him for that shit or or checking her. It's just so happened. I have a son, but just I'm checking him for that shit. Like you keep your fucking hands to yourself first and foremost, because if you don't keep your hands to yourself, you giving somebody ammunition to pop you. Right. <laughs> like to, to 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 hit you. Don't start nothing. Won't be nothing. Don't start nothing. Won't be nothing. <laughs> like you know what I mean. It was different ways that 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 could have been handled. And again, it just all boils down to the level of respect, as T said, how your children are raised and what is instilled in them, and how they approach things and problem solving, problem solving skills, because that shit could have been handled totally different. And if I was the teacher, I would have mopped it too. So and, and also know. and also I want to say you know when we was in school yes our teachers took our property too but we wasn't like dying attached to our phones like <laughs> no exactly that's the problem they act like they about to die you gonna get right. your shit back yeah <laughs> you gonna right. get it back and even right. if she turned it over to your mom at the end of the week or the end of the day or whatever your mom gotta come get it okay then your mom just have to come get it like she just was really she went into a panic like give me my shit and right. you know she just wild out like real quick so and we had to get through Get our phone uh, through the metal detector. Talking about right. phones. What? I was hiding my phone in my shoe, first of all. <laughs> Let's get that. Like, Thanks. And I and I seen the student saying something about, um, yeah, you pointed me out. You know, you didn't take nobody else's phone. And, you know, that's just a part of life. Like, that, that's, that's what happened. Sorry, you was the one that yes. got caught. And you was the one that got your phone took. That's mm-hmm. it's how shit goes sometimes. Or, you yeah. probably, or the child probably was extra. Like, my niece right. my niece is very, like, out of pocket in life right now. So if the teacher, tra- like, yeah, I could see that happening right now with her. Because you, you, you know kids nowadays, they always 
they singled me out. You always the problem, though. You mm. make somebody sing you out because if you was doing what you were supposed to do, they wouldn't be able to sing you out in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Totally. I totally agree. It's like, again, where's the respect? Right. Where's the yep. respect? Sorry. And there you have it. Like she was big and bad. We wanted to do things to our teachers, but we knew it was boundaries. Yeah. We, like, right. are right, to the end of the class, they give it back, they give it back. If not, my parent would come up here and probably had to whoop my ass because I probably wasn't supposed to have it. At, mm. at, at a point, it's just like, all right, cool. The respect for adults has, has lost its luster, right? Mm-hmm. These kids don't have no respect at all. Mm-hmm. And again, it starts at home. Mm-hmm. And we speak a lot about this on the show, about knowing your person. If you mm-hmm. know your child is a, is a disrespectful motherfucker right. at home, then they're going to be a disrespectful, disrespectful motherfucker at school. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be out there in the, in the world at these places. So know your child. When you get those phone calls, know what's going on. Don't just curse the teacher out or when a teacher call you trying to give you these progress reports to tell you yeah, your child wilding. These parents don't be taking these calls like they used to take these calls. Really? My mom took a call. You know what happened 10 minutes later to she got the call? Darnell, get in here. Facts. Darnell, <laughs> get the belt. <laughs> Darnell, do you want me to get you something to cry for? Facts. For they don't do that no more, man. It's nope. They don't even call the kids into the room. They just they argue with the teacher on the phone. Well, well what did you do? Well, what did you say? And the kids is picking up on that and taking that energy right in the school yeah. and even more disruptive. We mm-hmm. got to nip it in the bud at mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. We got to be able to be, we got to be parents to these children instead of being best friends to these damn kids. Okay. We got to, mm-hmm. we got to instill fear into them. Not the fear of, oh my God, I'm fearful for my mom, but the fear of, I got to respect my parents right. because mm-hmm. these are not just not, not only do I got to respect my parents, I got to respect what's going on in this world because what happens if my parents take care? Who going to take mm-hmm. care of me like they is? Yeah. And facts. And respect goes for very far, not yeah. even just in school or, yeah. you know, at a job, but like respect and just mutual respect for an individual is going to take you way further than being disrespectful. You're not going to get anywhere if you're going to be disrespectful in either conversations or just a simple disagreement, can't solve a problem. The first thing you do is kind of pop off. So, you know, it's 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 a hard lesson that these kids are going to learn when they're outside and they're grown. They're they're outside of, you know, that child state where, you know, it can go either way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When they get into the adult world and they really got to deal with some real shit, they're it's not going to be able to function. It's going to be crazy. Think what we're going through. Right. It? How many right. times that I, I said and contemplated this in the car the other day, I said, why the fuck was I so in a rush to grow up? <laughs> wow, you told the rest to grow Fact. up. <laughs> I say that like every it fucking It's over fucking rated seconds. when it comes to yeah. it's overrated. Yo, I never was in a rush to grow up. I knew what this shit was hitting for. I, I never was in a rush to grow up. Shit, I, <laughs> like, was. I can't I wait till I'm an adult. I don't want that no more. Like, please. Yeah. But uh-huh. these, I, 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 I'm so like, we're so lost. Man, I look at these kids now and they be like, where did we go wrong? Like, where what generation did it go wrong? They parents, right? Whatever age the parents are, we gotta figure out where it because like I, I don't think it's it's not your know, 40s. I'm 32, so maybe it's like 35. I don't know. It's hard. I think these the babies of the crack babies, right? That's but what I'm people a baby are of, a, of crack of that era. Know. 
But I'm just saying that, right. But I mean, not all children, obviously, right? right? right. But they're saying that that's, that's the true. error. That's the error that, you know, of children that we're dealing with, you know, maybe no, 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 no. products of environments that, that are that not. That is true. I agree. Because the there was no guidance. We were the era of the crack babies. We are the, this was the era of the no, crack babies. No, we were the babies. crack babies. We were the crack babies. We were the crack babies. Yeah, we had babies. Yeah, we are the, the generation is now was the crack babies, babies, grandparents. Like, they're, they're oh, our the grandchildren. Grand, yeah. Grandchildren. Okay. So we, well, the crack I mean, babies, it trickled somewhere the, down The there. crack babies in the 80s that came on the 80s and early 90s, 90s yeah. are now, are having kids and making kids. Right. Yeah, right. So right, that's right, where they right. that's where it is right now. Like, yeah, yeah. you're right. Because now that I yeah. think about it, the moms are like a little older than me, some right. are like my age, and they had kids kind of young. But right. yeah, that does make sense because the you know, the crack kid, okay, <laughs> <laughs> but y'all know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. weren't there, they weren't there, so there was no guidance. Because, like, honestly, right. like, my mom did drugs, so my mom did drugs till I was 17. So like if I just did I could have had a totally different mindset and had my kids right. and probably my kids could be these kids that you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Y'all right. It is the era because they weren't there. The dads right. was in jail or mm -hmm. not there. And they was on drugs. So yeah, it yeah. does make sense. It's just that a lot of us mm -hmm. just went a different path. Like, you yeah. know, so yeah, it mm -hmm. is you know and it trickles down. It just trickles down. Yeah. Generation, generation, generation. As we yeah. sit here and, and, and debate this or contemplate or talk about this, right? We're talking about the generations. Mm-hmm. It's only getting worse because the way we discipline children yeah. now is we throw phones in front of them and shut them the fuck up. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. No, I wanna, I wanna, no, no, I want to stay on something that you said when you said it, it, it's only about the respect. No, we need to go back to being feared from our fearing our fucking parents. Yeah. Let's go back to respect mm -hmm. and fear because yeah. I had both for my parents. We right, had that but do y'all really feel like the they're reverse? We respected them. I don't know. We respected right. their we no. respected their presence. We feared that. We feared no, that. That's we what feared. I'm saying. It was fear and respect. It was you could get both. You can get your ass whipped for both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like realistically, like, do you feel like in this day and age with social media and just the, the way of the world, do you think that it is reversible? Yeah, like, do I you think that. that parents can actually, even though once, I mean, you know, you got good parents that are trying to right. either discipline their child, raise their child, right, or whatever the case may be. Oh, they just no, got so no, much that, to that, from. that is true. It is reversible because you got to start when they little. That's the problem. They wait until they get like teenagers and then they be out of control and then they try to start the discipline then. You got to start that shit when they young. But I, how is going reverse? I, I agree. We, we live in that. We live in that. We have a conscience error. We are from, yeah. I have a conscience, and this is how you get back to, 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 to zero. But just think of how the world is positioned now. They're giving, they're giving kids and giving individuals freedom that, how do you know at nine, 10 years old what gender you want to be? Right. Right? That's something mm -hmm. that we're putting in the hands of a, a person that hasn't experienced life. Right. Mm -hmm. So... The laws are designed now for everybody to have all this freedom. No, so, no, so no. How can we get them to get back? No, to no. That? Let's stay right there. Remember when your mom used to say to you, "You don't got no nerves." Remember <laughs> that? <laughs> Thanks. Yes. All the time. What you, mean? What? you don't got no. Nerves. You don't got no. Nerves. 
No, do you remember when your parents used to say, I will fuck you up for GP? You remember no, that shit? Just because. You're looking at me wrong. I got fucked up for GP Wednesday night, and I'm 42. <laughs> but the thing is, Thanks. you tell these kids that nowadays, and they laughing at you on your damn face. Like, who yeah, you think you're talking the thing. to? Like, and they, I, and you know why? Because the law protects the child. Yeah. Not, law does mm -hmm. not show the child it repercussions of a child-like behavior. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They punish the parent for the child's disrespect right. when the mm -hmm. parent is only trying to parent. That's, That's where I'm right. coming from at it with it this here now. Right, right. Because no. you put your, you tell your kid to get out. I was fit. My mom told me to get out. I, I wasn't going nowhere. I was going right to my room. I ain't, I ain't. <laughs> How many times you got told to get out? You don't like it. Get out. You know what happened? I like that shit. Because I was like, I ain't got nowhere to go that's going to give me all this shit that I got in here. But these Listen. kids, you tell the kids that down days, you don't even got to tell them to get out. They running away from home because you ain't buying the new PlayStation 5 or... You didn't buy a new iPhone, so they running away from home. Or you mm -hmm. told them they couldn't fuck with this boy in your house, so they now they running around being hoes on the streets. It's craziness. Right. But that's why mm -hmm. I said you got to start with that shit early now. You have and to. You have, and you have to let them know that I don't give a fuck about that you calling the cop shit. Because if you want them to take care of you, they can come and exactly. get you and they can take care of you. Hey, <laughs> but I, I, ain't having I, that shit. I totally agree with you. But they're not starting early because right. how they parent now is they put a phone in front of you and let YouTube be your parent. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. If that's going to shut them up, we, we just want peace. We yeah. just want a minute, moment of quietness because we're going to work hard or somebody got on our nerves or we're dealing with a toxic relationship that we just and, and frenzy in our minds. So we, the moment that we can get our kids in the house to shut the hell up for a minute. Mm. Is peace to us. So what gives us peace? These video games and these phones, and we let them chill. And we, if we don't hear no peep, we're not going in there and checking on them. Parents like y'all are, but these right. other parents ain't. All right, and that's no. why they need to start using condoms, because they irk at me. That's what I was about to say. Mm. No, can we stay right there? If you uh, don't want to be a parent, stop having all these fucking stop kids. These exactly. <laughs> Facts. I agree. Facts. I agree. Facts. Well, they took away oh, abortion, so... There's other alternatives <laughs> before you even got to get to there. Plan right, B, right. Plan B is something. Right, something. Condoms, color, sensitive, flavor. Come on now. Stop. Yeah, they, 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 they act like it's 1902. Come mm -hmm. on. I agree a thousand percent. I agree. That's we got to do something. Yeah. We got to do something and we got to do something. And we, you know what, too? We got to get back to uh, not allowing people to chastise our kids. It ain't. I don't. I don't consider it chastising if it's for a greater purpose, right? Like right. we had, like, like, like Tia said, there was the hood that you before you got home. Right. Miss Barbara knew what the fuck you did mm -hmm. in school. Miss Emmy, Mister Rogers, they all looked mm -hmm. at you like nigga. You about to get your ass whooped. I might even mm -hmm. whoop your ass. Now mm -hmm. they they fearful these kids. They looking around the corner. Oh my, I ain't saying none of them. The the village. That mm. was in place is gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the mm -hmm. village is gone. Everybody in their houses they fearful of yeah, what's they scared. outside. So yeah. the, the, the 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 structures that we had in place ain't no more in place. So these mm -hmm. kids is controlling the narrative. Yeah, yeah. We would never had a thought to go downtown and do some stupid shit like that. <laughs> Listen, when we went downtown and we went to the gallery now, we was going to get fresh 
What? Yeah. If we we done cashed our checks. That's all I had we, we going down. We going to get some food. We going to go to the sneaker store. We going to cop yeah. a new skirt. We take was doing some pictures. Some, some take some pictures. Get you a little airbrush shirt. Get you, get you, get you, get Facts. you. Go, go to Tower Records and I gotta get you a little CD. We Facts. wasn't. And then we went back to the block and we blasted it on the block. Like, yeah. this is, I don't, they just. Only fighting that we was trying to do is if you did mix in school, it's the last day of school. I'm gonna whoop your ass on the last day of school. That's yep. the only kind of yep. we was doing. <laughs> I'm gonna fight you on the last day of school. It's, like, it, it's freaking, it's freaking January. Day. We graduated in June. We, we <laughs> setting up fights in January. That but that's what the, the level of it was now. <laughs> but now they got phones. They setting up these things on WhatsApp. They doing all this stuff in that, and they rumbling right then and there. Like mm -hmm. technology is a is a is a great resource, but it's also a hindrance to the way that we parent, the way that we take care of life, the way that we even, the way that we even succeed as I mean, even survive as adults. Right. Technology, right. and we and we have to be that. That force that says, "Put the phones down. Let's let's get back to parenting. Let's get back mm -hmm. to living life outside of this technology." Mm -hmm. We can talk about this all day. <laughs> we we, we, we got to go. We got to go other places though. Um, this is where we get interested in that. This is where we get a little introspective, right? We talked about all the shit that's going on in the world. We did a little entertainment news. We um talked about Brenda. If y'all wasn't here and we see Brenda in the comments, we we pray for Brenda. We also yeah. shed some light on that as well. And we will talk about that at the end of the show uh, for a second time. But should people in your life serve a purpose? Yeah. This is a goodie, man. Mm -hmm. So um this this came about because I had got word that somebody, you know, one of my friends that I used to, you know, deal with, you know, do business with or whatever was looking for me. And it was just like, I don't even have time to like reach back and see what you wanted. I'm busy. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you don't have time for, you know, sitting on a block. You know how we used to sit on a block all day and you don't got time for that shit. <laughs> was like, I got other shit to do. So my question was, you know, should the people in your life serve a purpose just because you are growing and moving so you know so everything has to equate it's like i just don't have time for the the chit chat and the bullshit mm -hmm. so what are y'all thoughts on should the people in your life serve a purpose yeah what else they there for <laughs> that's how i feel what else are I mean, you there for? like it, it especially for especially for like-minded individuals you know business savvy people, you know, all four of us have businesses, like everybody that is eloquently placed in our lives, we want them to have a purpose. Right. Okay. And that's not mean that we're taken from them in any way, shape or form, but they are going to add something to the atmosphere and to the ambiance. You know what I mean? I should be able to, you know, look at anybody that's in my life and be inspired by them. Right. Like, you know what I mean? They hustle what they doing, how they move in, maybe learning a thing or two every single day from them. If you're not if you're there and you just there and you you're taking from me and not giving to me in some way, shape, or form, then you in the way. Yeah, I, no. I totally agree. Because at the end of the day, like, that's a part of human interaction. <laughs> like, to be honest, like, you know, like you said, if you, you hear and you just pouring out of me, it's like, well, you just draining me at this point. 
Right. Like, right. like, what do you, and, it, and that's the thing. It, I feel like everybody's going to serve a purpose, even no matter how small it can be. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? As long as it's a positive mm -hmm. purpose. Because if you have somebody okay. in your life who is just like, yo, every time I talk to you, you like, you got problems. Right. Mm -hmm. I, the per, your purpose, I don't know. I, like you just hear mm -hmm. the vent. That's not for mm -hmm. me. Like you, mm -hmm. maybe somebody else. Like that's more for your therapist at this point. That's mm -hmm. not me. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I definitely, I 100% agree with everything you say. No, So also, you know, um, these people can be detrimental to you because I don't know what you got going on. I don't know what beats you got on. I can't be out here standing on the corner with you like mm -hmm. we used to because I don't mm -hmm. know what the fuck you got going on. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> I got shit to mm -hmm. do. You mm -hmm. made such, such a good point that I had to hang my hair low and she said that um, these energies that these people come with could dim could dim the light that you in at this moment, right? Because we all have problems. We all got challenges and adversities we face. We all got our own mental hangups, right? It's mental health. We it's all prevalent in all our lives, and we we could just have gotten over something, or mm -hmm. even working our hardest to mask any problem that we have, and to constantly hear somebody's negativity mm -hmm. only brings us back down to a portion a portion of damn what the fuck is going with what's wrong with life right and right. that can bring you down not like mm -hmm. and i know people i talk to people a lot right and, and i have relationships re relationships with a lot of people and when people call me to talk or whatever and i tell them if you ain't on something positive i don't want to hear it and i'm not trying to be mean i ain't right. trying to be malicious i just don't got time to inundate mm -hmm. myself with something negative all the time. Like if your conversation is always negative, I, I can't get with that because I go out here each and every day into this negative ass world right. and I got to navigate through it. And not to say mm -hmm. that we all got to be strong at the same time, but damn, everybody, you can't be weak all the time. Right. You can't be always in your yeah. negative bag all the time. You got to have some kind of sunshine. Right. <laughs> and it's not wrong of you to tell a person, hey, I ain't put that today. Right. Or, or mm -hmm. prepare me that right now. Because I can't mm -hmm. handle my own shit, let alone yours too. Mm -hmm. Right? And should people um, serve a purpose in your life? Absolutely. And no. everybody has a purpose in your life. No, no, let's stay right there. Because I want to um, kill the misconception of you're not supposed to use your friends. Yes, the fuck you are. You are supposed to use your friends. Yeah, because they have information and they have skills that you might not be able to. Right, do. but people so always you, look at it in a negative connotation. Like, like you they are think supposed use, to use yeah. the people because using is like not supposed to misuse them. Yeah, because right. the, the, the phrase miss. using is so negative, and it's not. No, yes. it's not. You are exchanging. Right. We mm -hmm. need to use that. Stop saying use. We exchange information, right. energies. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just an exchange. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. Like resources. What, you gotta be resources. You gotta be making each other better in some type of Thanks. way. Like it's Thanks. not about using because if I'm your friend, I want you to be better every day. Anytime I see you, I want I want growth. We you should want growth from right. me. It's not about right. using. Like and it's if not just friends, it's like, oh, you you use me, then we not friends. Like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> and because you got a lot of one sided right friendships. Yeah, right there with the friend thing, right? If mm -hmm. we friends, we should be able to have those harsh conversations, right? mm -hmm. and not you feel like, oh, you disrespecting me. 
Mm-hmm. Right. We should be able to have, we should be able to talk handling with each other because we friends. That people want to put people in these friend categories and really don't be knowing what a friend really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. All right. I, you say I'm your friend, you loyal to me, I'm loyal to you. But the moment I say something that you don't like, you're, you're offended. Yeah. The right. moment I give you some advice that is going to help you or even give you my perspective, because they don't got to always be advice. It could be my perspective on something that could could change the way you look at something. You get all up in arms or whatever. Mm-hmm. How you say you might you I'm your friend if I can't give you constructive criticism. Criticism. Constructive right. feedback that's only going to help you from a different mm-hmm. perspective. You might not can't mm-hmm. see what I see from this from this angle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So we, we gotta get out of this. People are meant to destroy us when they're here for a help. Right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if you put a person in your life. And that person has added value to your life in some way, some form. If this person has done for you more than you've done for yourself, look at that and be like, damn, I need to keep this person around because this person right. is one who is taking me to another levels in life. Right. Not Let run them away. Yeah. Because right. they didn't do it the way that you wanted them to do. Or they didn't say what right. you wanted them to say at that moment. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Or, or, or they or they moving at a different pace than you is. You know what? Maybe you need to look at them a little further. And say, damn, like they ain't give up when they could have. They ain't give up on me when they could have. So why am I giving up on them? I feel like most of the time when people have a problem with like, you know, that interaction as far as like a friend, they're not a good friend themselves. Because when you're a good friend, you can identify and see that somebody else is a good friend to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so when people have all these friendships and they don't be adding up, it's like, no, you the common denominator. You don't know how to be a good friend because if you right. did, you would know that. Because it's going to be the same, it's going to be the same thing, giving, um, you know, giving constructive criticism, like you said, mm-hmm. or just, just being there, you know, when stuff gets, gets rough or anything like that, they're not a good friend mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. And that, that's really important. Because then they, also, they don't know, like, what the number like. one thing that we talk about all the time is that everybody ain't going to tell you what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. And it don't mean mm-hmm. that they are going against you because they not saying what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Look yeah. at the person. If the person is giving of themselves to you on different levels and different ways, and, they, they, and, and look at that and say, damn, Mm-hmm. This person ain't against me. This person is for me. Yes, we might have bumped heads and clashed at that moment, but I know this person genuinely fucks with me. Mm-hmm. Gen- you don't got genuine right. people, a lot of genuine people out here in this ungenuine world. Right. If you got people that's willing to go a thousand miles an hour for you on this aspect, but they're a little slow over here with you on this topic, look at the topic that they're discussing and say, damn, mm-hmm. maybe I'm mm-hmm. a little good over here. Let me, mm-hmm. let me take it up a little bit. Right. Everybody right. ain't going to tell you what you want to hear all the time because everything that you want to hear all the time could mm-hmm. be hurting you. Yep. And and two, what I noticed too, like a person could be open to constructive criticism and they kind of want to talk through it, but they're not going to be as open to construct, constructive criticism if you're not willing, if the other person is not willing to accept that constructive criticism or as here. well. Or, or not even because if you're constantly right, if you're constantly telling me what I need to be doing, how I need to be changing, but you're not open to be 
accepting of where you need to change or where we can change together or whatever the case may be to make a partnership or a friendship stronger, then it's not going to work. That person that's receiving the constructive criticism nine times out of 10 is going to shut down because they're going to be like, well, I'll be trying to give you that constructive criticism too. And you're not open Mm -hmm. to it. So it's Mm -hmm. one-sided. So, you know, everybody has to be willing to listen, understand, and be Mm -hmm. open to the constructive criticism. You must want your nails and feet done this week. You- <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. Matter of fact, it is my this week. Because you talking week. some shit, Ish. Yeah, it's my week. It's my week. Yep, Saturday. Cash <laughs> app you, please? That's what yes, you said? Please. Oh man! <laughs> but no, seriously though, because you know it's easy. It's hard one to take constructive criticism all yeah. the time. It is it, hard, but when you're in a safe space and y'all can go back and forth and be able to both express constructive criticism, whatever capacity you guys are in, it's 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 easier to digest and swallow when that person is accepting of their criticism as well. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, y'all. I got a, I got a question. We're gonna go uh, left real quick because this is uncensored minds. <laughs> so, you know, I've 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 been entangled in this conversation like Ooh. twice. I've been in, <laughs> looking now. Entanglement is going ready. on and shit. I've been entangled in this conversation twice today. So the the premise of it is when things are wrong at home, whether that be you might feel sick. You might, you know, have been going through some financial troubles, whatever it may be. When things are wrong at home, are you not entertaining sex? We fucking COVID, stomach aches, <laughs> headaches, ripped. So what, so what, what happened if your man pull up on you and you ain't funk and you ain't fresh at that moment, but he want to touch on you? Would Stop you give him it. some? Not you ain't fresh at the moment. You Listen, gotta drop you the already drum. know how we're not worried about the fresh. <laughs> I know y'all not worried about like, the fresh. You my lifetime, you my boo. So yeah, it's like, all right, you ain't a little, you ain't a little right, yeah. But I mean, not though. being so fresh no. is different ain't no than defense. being sick. You ain't no random, it's different. It's different. You're not a random, you my girl, you my shorty. It's not different. Yeah, I mean, you know, okay, you're gonna give out a little sweaty coochie every now and again. It's it's it has happened, you know. Yeah. It ain't it ain't banging, it ain't fish box, mm. but you know, okay, yeah, a little sweaty every now this and again. This is the thing though, yeah, but this is the thing with a man though. If you my boo, fish box don't matter. Uh, I, yeah, fish box should matter. Fish We've had these discussions. Fish the box always. Why you got Thanks. the fish box though? What the fuck? That's what I'm doing? saying. It's, it's That's what I'm like saying. What are we? What are we? What are we it's talking like, what about? What are like, but how sex. you get the fish box then? Right. Well, like, what was you doing? Yeah, if that means something is going on. That means yeah, somebody's pH is yeah. off. Whether All it's right. yours, but, whether but, it's but hers. But that don't mean. But a but a, a sweaty box or I, I've been I've been in the house all day frying chicken and cleaning the bathroom all damn day. Yeah, that's why I said it's sweaty. Yeah, you know, sweaty. Sweaty, sweaty, sweaty cooch is still cooch. It yeah, ain't it ain't stink. 
Yeah, it don't stink. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but you know, oh yeah, I mean, it, it's fine. It happens. Would I rather be fresh so you can get up all in these crevices? Sure. Mm -hmm. I would rather go hop in the shower, you know, and care. I'll be out in that. 10 minutes. We don't care about that. Yeah. We, we can take a shower together afterwards. We don't care about that. <laughs> well, yeah, then we could just hop in the shower. I'll be like, I'm just that's too true. sweaty. Let's just go get in yeah. the shower. All right, so let me ask y'all two ladies. Um, what is the deterrence? Like, is it stress? Is it money problems? What is the thing that y'all like? If you mad at the nigga, what is the thing that you like? No, I'm not. We're not. No, don't touch me. Move. What is? What is it? <laughs> don't touch me. Uh, let me think. About it. <laughs> I can't relate. I can't relate. This is my new thing. I can't relate. Let us know. Let us know in the chat as well. What is the thing, or what is the problem at home that you're having that you're not willing to have sex when this is going on? Let us know in the chat what is going on. Like, no. What is your What is your thing, Nell? Since the ladies is being quiet, fucking too, Like, I don't. There's nothing to be like. Oh, unless it's like we really just like real bad argument or something yeah, like yeah. that then yes but if it's just something a little small a little disagreement or whatever no we good like you know yeah i'm me personally i'll be falling asleep sometimes but that's yeah, not I'll like a ride bike. <laughs> you know what i'm saying i don't sleep much so if i'm falling asleep you listen i'm sorry <laughs> you asked me part, listen you asked me like, that i wouldn't well right. Like I, 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 I'm gonna keep it a thousand tonight, right? So I'm, I'm a, I'm a real aggressive person. Like y'all know, I, I could go from a zero to sixty in like seventeen point three seconds, right? I probably, I, I probably with my aggression, like getting into those type of arguments, might kill the move for her. Mm -hmm. And that's, a, and that's, a, and 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 necessarily don't mean it on me, because mm -hmm. I'll apologize after my conscience kicks in. I'll be like, yo, I kind of took it too far, my bad. And we both got, like, we both toxic, so we both got got toxic tendencies where we going back and forth. Mm -hmm. But where I'm like, all right, the conversation is over. Like, that's over. We've had that moment. Now, unless you laying next to me or we in the same area space or whatever, I let that go. I'm, I can get back into, you know what I mean, playing ball. But she just might be in her feelings just like that where she ain't want to rock. And she mm -hmm. just hate me for weeks or a couple, like, whatever. I can see that. I can see my ways mm -hmm. being a deterrent, uh, keeping her away from me. Where mm -hmm. instead of me turning it down, my behavior turned it down. So mm -hmm. let's so let's stay right there because Tia said they had a bad argument. So if y'all had a bad argument and y'all haven't really been speaking for two days, but he tried to get some. Are you doing the John when they were like, "No, get off me, don't touch." Maybe. <laughs> depends on how mad I am. Depends. That's why I said it depends. It depends on the argument. It depends on, you know, yeah. Like it just really depends. So, uh, so what I what I was saying was the girls. Well, I was watching this other show or whatever. The girls was saying, "Well, if my bills ain't paid, then no, I'm not fucking." Man, fuck that. Yeah. See. I... <sighs> What's yeah. this show? Because I'm <laughs> like, if my bills ain't paid, I ain't fucking. Hey, there you go, Look at them. <laughs> Look at them. Like I'm doing just like this. There you That's go. Listen, Mel, cut it the fuck out. Because it's probably something behind it, too. If we having like, some issues, they right? say we not, we not, I'm not, I'm not no, fucking. I'm not doing it. Yeah, hey, you see it all the time. Yeah, well, people. You might not see it from a woman's perspective, but we've played clips on the show. 
to where women say, yo, you driving this car. You driving the Lamborghini, you driving the Benz, you driving the Porsche. You supposed to take care of me because of what you got. And if you're not taking care of me, then you're not getting nothing. Mm-hmm. When she throw the guy who ain't got shit, the mm-hmm. cooch for free at every drop exactly. of the time. But the nigga that's willing to, the, the, the nigga that got something, she's holding him to a higher standard. Yeah, I ain't got that mentality. I've always yeah. taken, taken care of myself anyway. So, I mean, even when I have my partner, we, we, we partners. Not like partner, partner, but like, yeah, we work together. We pay bills together and all that stuff. But, yeah, like, I don't... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think like it's very materialistic and very mm-hmm. like, um, I don't even necessarily. I'm trying to be nice about this word. I just, I just don't think that way. That's just what it is. Like, yeah, yeah. And I too, I feel like those type of individuals already have an agenda. Like, yeah. they already are utilizing their sexuality or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. to snag someone who is going mm-hmm. to pay their bills or who is going to do what they need them to do. And nothing else matters. Like, I've been in conversations with chick who says, you know, money make is the only thing that make my pussy wet. My pussy don't get wet for no other reason other than that green. So if you ain't flossing that green and you ain't giving me none or doing anything for me, then my pussy don't get wet. It don't operate. It don't work. So, you know. Individuals have their situation set up, whereas though that's, no. that's all they want. Yeah, now so irking, tossing on fucking dollars. Like that's what I'm saying. It, was, it wasn't. It wasn't like a, a a tricking situation. It was just Mm-mm. like we both fucked up, and we just might happen to be a couple. And I don't know how we paying the bills, but you want some pussy. That's what it. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And she was saying like, no, I'm not gonna be in the mood. <laughs> I'm well, not gonna I be in the mood. I'm, I'm not gonna be in the mood. Like you wasn't doing it for free a thousand times. I don't get right. it. Right? Like I don't. I don't now know. you got. Now you got some standards. Come on. Mm-hmm. I feel like and people I, just want to say stuff just to go viral right. or just to be like, tar- you know, have attention on. Girl, shut up. Mm-hmm. Right, and so I'm always in the mood, even when I'm not mind. in the mood. So the shit don't. See, <laughs> I can't so relate. We like to ask our guests a lot of different things. We like to ask questions, right? So we talked about this in, in length on Thursday, the four of us. Now we're introducing you to this topic. Mm-hmm. Ugly guy. <laughs> with an ugly guy. Let's get Coco it. Jones went on record this week. If you don't know who Coco Jones is. She I love Coco Hillary. Jones. Yes. Yeah, Hillary her. on Bre- the, the reboot of Bel Air. Yeah. Also a singer with a multi a platinum album to boot. Coco said. I like ugly guys. Right. Ugly guys, cute guys are weird to me. If you're too cute, you're weird. Mm-hmm. We we have a thing here where we kind of came to the conclusion that women are comfortable with ugly guys. No, not that they're comfortable with ugly. They prefer the prefer. ugly guys. <laughs> they're prefer okay. ugly over cute. That's the question. Do I prefer? <laughs> the question what is, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this whole thing? Oh, my thoughts are, I mean, it's very weird because you can't, you can't just judge everybody off of that. Like you can't, that mm-hmm. can't just be your whole ideology for life. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've dated ugly guys that were nice guys and cool guys. I've dated, you know, cute guys that wasn't shit like you can't like or vice versa like 
I don't know. I feel like a lot of people too be like, you know, ugly guys, oh, they treat you better. Da, da, da. No, that's your own insecurities too. Right. Because, you know, you might feel like, oh, he ain't going to cheat because he's ugly. No, ugly nigga, she too. Yeah. Facts. So <laughs> I feel like it'd be a lot of like insecurities or just, um, mm. just different things that are embedded in people's like, you know, minds and stuff that they feel that way. But I, that's, that's just crazy. Like, I mean, mm. and then also too, like everybody has their preference. So she might say somebody is ugly and another girl might say the person is cute. So I feel like you can't even go for that either. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. some people mm -hmm. feel like a certain skin tone makes Somebody ugly. Ugly. You know what I'm saying? Sex. Oh, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't do nobody light skin. Like, people say, <laughs> I don't do nobody chocolate. Like, it's all about a, purpose, a, a person's preference. So, yeah, but mm -hmm. I, first of all, just stop saying these comments. <laughs> Be quiet. Like, nobody, mm -hmm. did somebody ask you this question? I love Coco, but did anybody ask you any question for you to say this? I don't know. I don't even know where that stemmed from, but she did jump out the window and say that. <laughs> but um, each, each, when we were talking about it, you said the, the safe thing. So can you mm -hmm. expound on that for the people? Yeah, I feel like, you know, most of the women that I've had conversations with over the years, like, you know, having somebody that is not that attractive, they feel like it's a safe space. Just exactly what Tia said. Like, okay, well, he's not that cute. So, you know, he's not going to cheat on me because I'm of a certain caliber or I'm of a certain status or whatever the case may be. And here he is, you know, not as attractive. He's going to always gravitate to me. And that is not always the case. Cause like Tia said, ugly niggas do cheat too. So it's a, it's a, a false sense of security in a sense, because, you know, people are gravitating and looking for that when in all actuality, when in all actuality, that man can be doing the same thing as a good looking guy. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's it's all based on perception. It's all based on what your personal life. All right, all right so hold on, hold on, Issa. So let's say right there. So do y'all feel um worse or better when the ugly guy cheats? No, nobody no, feels any. Nobody feels cheating. Good. cheating is cheating. Everybody, whether it's from a good looking but, nigga or an ugly nigga, I'm, whatever I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna stand on that. But, yeah, I'm not gonna stand on that because if an ugly girl cheated on me, I would be like, "How dare you?" Right. <laughs> I was about to say. East, you know, in the group chat, like it's the audacity for right. you. It's the right. it is, it is true. It is, it is. It's I the audacity. Right. Yeah. Like this motherfucker don't make you feel me. different. Not right. the ugly right. nigga cheating with the ugly girl, though. That's when y'all lose y'all damn. Yeah. Mind. Oh, y'all, y'all yeah. losing y'all mind. How you losing how your dare mind? You? And even if she are. If she whack in other areas, like you Girl. know, just it's just be like oh, y'all gonna find whatever area she whack in. Y'all gonna <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And what about it? And what about it? Right. And and that's it exactly. Like it's just gonna be like, really? This is what you this is what you wanna do. It kind of mm -hmm. also lets you into the mind of a person because then it's like really will you ever go back after seeing that type of shit because it just be like really where's your mind at and, and the bullshit that you be talking no mm. this is not even it mm. sir no yeah. no can we find out what Juanita means um because she said it's it not about me stuff. wanting money or my bills paid but I can't have sex if I'm not handled the right way so what I guess I guess Juanita is saying if, if if she's not being handled with care, mm -hmm. she don't care about her 
wanting money or her bills being paid. She needs mm-hmm. to be handled with respect and care mm-hmm. for it to be given off. And I think she was touching on my point where I said I could be a little demonstrous. Right. And that demonstrous type of attitude at times could be a deterrent from hold on, hold on, hold on, no, let's stay right there. So in the moment that you're being an asshole or whatever, however you want to phrase it, in the moment that you're being an asshole, but she's horny, should she not still want to get her shit off? I mean, you, we think we think alike. I still want the coot. If we <laughs> right. argue, I still want the stuff. But to them, it's emotional, as we talked about before. They need their emotions to 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 be emotioned. <laughs> as we yeah, and emotions want their emotions, emotions to, 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 to be, you know, I mean, handled with care. And, and once they get in that emotional place, it, it, that that sexual proudness goes probably goes out the window. Now, you may have some that says, I don't care. I still right. want it. Right. I still want that. It's scratched. Mm-hmm. And then I can go back to being mad. Yeah. yeah. Roll your ass over to the other side of the mm-hmm. fucking but bed. Some people can. <laughs> Thanks. And, you know, some people can and can't. Yeah, I'm not, right, I'm not. Right. I don't care how mad I am at you. If I'm horny, I'm trying to get some, and then I'll be mad at you after. We'll be mad at. You. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can. I, I'm actually going to be mad up in that ass. I'm going to take it out up in that ass. <laughs> like, that's, that's but then, but sometimes, sometimes, sometimes getting the motherfucker might take you to a whole new place. Like that, that section, that passionate sex that y'all might have. That mean, I'm, I'm trying to show her, get out her feelings. I'm trying to show this nigga, I'm in, I'm mad at him. Whatever that could that could that could turn into some a wild passionate night. Yeah. So now y'all like, damn, I don't even know why I was mad at Bay. Like that's what I was gonna say. Nine times out of ten, and depending on the situation, like most of the time the shit is dumb shit anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, okay, sex might just help you just smooth it over just a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Just think. You got an attitude with me. We had sex. I put the pillow on your face. Here I we choked. go. Now, we now, go. Like you go trying to suffocate a bit. Like, I am not now you trying to bail your ass Right. No, but I'm saying, I bring you back to life. I, I take you out of here, bring you back to life. Now you like, oh shit, this is not a tip. We role playing now. Listen, yeah, no, now I told play. you, I do not want to have to come bail you out and line up the attorneys <laughs> for you, my nigga. Here we go, the pillow. Here we go. <laughs> That's what happened. Although but- it's motherfuckers that really like that shit, that might be yeah. one of the things I talk about. Like, it's motherfuckers that really like that shit, no? Mm-hmm. Like, you put a pillow over their face and they lose consciousness for, like, 10 seconds and it, it just heightens their fucking, Not you seconds. know, organ. I'm you bringing know. them back to life with the stroke. And now, yeah. he, oh my God, he's Dookie Housing MD. I didn't know he had them qualities. And <laughs> trip from them on Nigga, that. not Dookie Housing. I can't. Now, I, done gave you, I done gave you demon dick plus doctor dick. So we move on. Not the doctor, Dick. We move on. But I, I think everybody want to know what the doctor Dick be like. Like, goddamn, now cut it the fuck out. Juanita said, "No, my stuff shuts all the way down." She said, "Her shop closes, grand yeah. opening, grand closing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. Box try. Good night." <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of people like that. You know, they just you know can't get with it if certain things ain't ain't. A line, right? Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm a Capricorn. I'm gonna leave it at that, man. <laughs> I'm gonna leave, leave it at that. No, get, get us up out of here, man. What's up? Damn, we had a we had a we had an impactful show. 
detail show and we already had going with 60 seconds so if you already know what that is that's my segment where we talk about everything that's in and around sports at the time um as we said before um right after this we will have a a, a little dissertation um in regards to our girl brenda um as we talked about when we opened the show but playoffs is alive and well the sixers philadelphia 76ers is the first team this nba playoffs to sweep the competition, and they are the first team to move to the second round. They beat the New Jersey Nets, New Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Nets. I don't even know what. <laughs> I don't even know what they Damn. Nets. Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm and Tara. You know we Tara. Know love you, Tara. Hey, baby. We got to show we Tara and Janine. We know you, y'all from Brooklyn. We had to play Put a little bit. Hey, Put the pillow on that nigga head, Tara. Fuck that. <laughs> 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 Um, swept the Brooklyn Nets in four games, um, mm-hmm. sent them to the to the next round, which they'll probably face um, the winner of the series between Boston and Atlanta. And it looks like it will probably be Boston. Oh. Boston is up three games to one on um, Atlanta. Um, the Golden State Warriors, even the series um, with Sacramento, beating them 126-125 in a nail-biter. That game was actually a great game. Mm-hmm. And New York Knicks, the other team in New York, is up 3-1 on the Cleveland Cavaliers. And Denver and Minnesota is playing now at a tight ball game, 60-64. Um, that's the NBA. If y'all want more NBA news, if y'all want more sport news, please tune into my guys on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Um, for Game 7. And um, as T and and Mike um do a great job educating the educating the people, um on what's going on in the basketball world, talking about any and everything that has to do with, um the NBA and sport, um and it's a real good listen. They um they go really into detail and they play off of each other well. You know what I mean? Y'all going to hear a lot of shit. Y'all going they going to talk a lot of shit. But at the end of the night, y'all going to feel like y'all been educated, in the, in the game of basketball and. If basketball ain't your thing, but you like fashion, you like sneaks like I do, you would want to tune to us on Wednesday nights um, with Telemade Kicks at 8 p.m. We do a whole show on, you know, the education of um, sneakers, what's hot, what's not. We take you to sneaker court and show you the foolery that's in and out there. We even show love to the people who show love to us each and every week. So make sure you check us out on the platform, the Telemade platform with starting on Wednesday with Telemade Kicks. Thursday with Game 7, and then us back here on Sundays for Uncensored Minds at 9 p.m. We got such a great lineup um, um, coming up, which is going to be dope. Also, for exclusive members out there, we got some <laughs> content this week. Not one video, two. So be on oh, look two different videos. You got each up there with her, with her craziness and nonsense. Got yeah, it's a right After I get off with each, I gotta, I gotta wash. You gotta up pray. Go pray. <laughs> That's how she be having me all out my comfort zone and down. I, I got a little something going on as well. Um, we wanted to say thank you to Mel who came on here with at Biz Hustle no. Athletics. Make sure you go check him out. Um, ch- um, check his page out. He got a lot of things going on for the young people. A lot of good things going on. Then we got our girl Tia right over here with her mm-hmm. mobile app that is going to mm-hmm. get y'all them hair products right to your front door, right? Mm-hmm. Your man mm-hmm. passed you the forty. You know what you do? You pass her the forty, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know I mean, your man acting up. He don't want to mm-hmm. act right. It's cool. Mm-hmm. He got you. You can't find Sally's Unclothes on 69th Street. Call Tia. 
You mm-hmm. them and all of them ain't got the weave uh, weave glue you need or the or, or the mm-hmm. spray sheen or whatever the shit y'all using y'all heads nowadays. Hit my girl T up on the app. She make sure yeah. she gets and good yeah. time. You know what I mean? We want to make sure we support not only our people, but support those that's doing things that come from us, look like us, and is us. Because we always support somebody else. Thanks. That's yeah. where we, yeah, we grow our girls' um, business um, the way that we know how to, and that's taking it to the top. Tia, we appreciate you not only coming on and, and sharing your um, your story, giving us a background on what you do. We also appreciate you coming on here and filling a void that we had tonight of our fourth Ooh, member. Nice. Appreciate you coming on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Giving your yeah. expertise, your wit, your charm, and your mm-hmm. honest opinion about life. You didn't should have quoted. You drove right in and you was transparent. And we appreciate mm-hmm. you for that. Yes. Uh, this was so fun. Thank you all so much. Mm-hmm. Thank uh, you. Thank mm-hmm. you for sticking around with us. Also, mm-hmm. another aspect of our show that we touched on earlier, now that Brenda's here, we wanted to kind of do this while she was here. But um, she hit me up early part of this week and said, "No, you know, I mean, I, I, I got some fam, I got some challenges that we're going through right now because of a mass shooting that happened out in Alabama. Mm. The reason why is, the reason why I'm talking to you about this is because it had to do with family members and friends that were caught up in that. And I need you to pray for us. Mm-hmm. I need you to tell the people out there that we need their prayers, and that's what we do on these type of platforms is we share sh- mm-hmm. share love the Brooklyn way." Like my man Big said, but wanted to let her know that um, she has the full support of us here at Uncensored Minds. Um, if you you need anything, um, is we just text phone all the way. Um, yeah, keep it keep it cute though, Brenda. We know what keep you like cute. to do. You know, Brenda be like, listen, I want tea, I want no. Listen, it's, Brenda. You know. That's right. But um, thank you again for um, the night always coming on here and sharing us sharing your stories with us whoever it is that's going through anything we appreciate you ebony congratulations on seeing another year around Mm -hmm. the sun ebony is one of our uncensored minds um top fans um she had a birthday this past weekend um so we wanted to shout out her and say happy birthday to her and thank you for everybody out there doing something special we appreciate Mm -hmm. you Thanks. I guess we'll okay. see y'all again next time. Everybody in the chat who always come through rocking out. Make sure y'all continue to like and share the video. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, please subscribe to the channel. Hit the live bell notification so you can get notified when we go live. And we're going to make it do what it do as usual. So we got we got Tia with the hair products at Mm-hmm. We got each with the coochie products. Not with the coochie products, though. Facts. <laughs> I mean, listen, coochies, dicks. Hold up. We got Dr. <laughs> Dre doing the, doing the pap smears and breast consultations. Yeah, I'm definitely doing pap smears, waxing, what? all things of this nature. Whatever you need. Man. Let's get to wow. it. So, <laughs> wow. If you need wow. anything, check us out at Uncensored Minds, man. <laughs> we got y'all. It's a one-stop we shop. Yes. Next week, I'm going to be doing doctor work. I'm going to be passing y'all out and bringing y'all back to life. So we got augmentations. We got What's the thing where they put their breasts on and got to get the little exam? What they call mammogram? We got the each got the coochie toys. Tia got the hair. I think I'm gonna do the nails. You doing the nails? Okay, okay. We can rock with that. Because when you go to see Miss Kim, she be having a guy in there too, and he 
He be yeah. in there doing it. Good. I like the guys. You like mm-hmm. the guys? Listen, they be getting a little too. They be looking like they want to fucking put my foot in their mouth. Creep, yeah, doggy dog. Nah, we ain't doing that. We ain't putting we, the Myra's yeah. in there. We not putting the Myra's in there. We not putting the Myra's in there. Mine's ain't Myra's now. Listen, now. Mine's yo, Myra's. this is, yo, you know how crazy this is? This had to be one of our most impactful shows. One of our most detailed and impactful shows. And it was our shortest show. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. We got mm-hmm. done before 12 o'clock, people. Yeah. We're moving. Hey. I, we told y'all we moving. Yep. Stay tuned. Y'all still want to see something special soon. So keep us on your dials. Keep us in your phones. Keep us wherever yeah. you're at. Don't forget, we are streaming on all audio okay. platforms. On All audio platforms. Spotify, Spotify, Apple. Everything. All of these things, whatever your streaming platform is, we're streaming on everything. So yes. the stream is available on Tuesday mornings. Yes. I feel like it a makes- rapper now. I'm about to get me a big chain. I'm getting a grill. I'm going to get the grill. <laughs> I'm like a rapper now, this motherfucker. You dig? We on all networks. Yeah. Get out of here, yes. people. Us right, people. 128. Bye. We see y'all soon. Hey. It is. Bye, y'all. It is. See y'all. <laughs>